Welcome, everyone, to episode 272 of the Thumbsick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. Uh, no Will this week. Will's Friday nights are pretty much off limits for, I think, Wednesday and Friday nights are off limits for Will uh, during school because Wednesday night he's got class and Friday night he works. So uh, hopefully we can record more Thursdays. But um, the reason why we're recording Friday this week is we just couldn't get, like, together, you know. We had trouble coming up with a topic and... Uh, you know, we just, we didn't communicate that well this week, did we, fellas? God, I this can't week, communicate ever. This, my brain I, is mush, Dan. Yeah, my, yeah, I hear you. Mine too. Um, sleep, sleep deprivation, you know? Well, yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, he's not on this week. Hopefully we can get him back on next week. Uh, our topic is going to be budget gaming 2.0. We did a budget gaming episode at the very beginning of the podcast. Was it like a second or third episode, maybe? It was uh, early. Yeah. So a lot of that stuff is no longer relevant, uh, but th- but there's also been a lot more uh, places that you can get video game deals uh, that have sprung up recently. So we figured it was time to revisit our, our budget gaming topic. So Five years later. Five years, yeah. It is about five years. Over five years. It's over five years, yeah. Point. So... Uh, anyone have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? The only thing I really played was uh, the new mode in FIFA this year, the Journey. Mm-hmm. I played quite a bit of that, so I'll be talking about that later. More Forza? No, I've been balls deep in FIFA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Corey, what do you have to tease? I got a couple new things. I played the Outlast 2 demo. Nice. I think that's coming out this year. I imagine it is if the the demo's out. And I also played a little bit of a game called The Curious Expedition. Oh, okay. That's all I played for new stuff. All right. Vaguely familiar with that one. Yeah. Um, I'll be talking a little bit more for Forza Horizon Three. Um, uh, but I also got myself an ultra wide monitor for my oh, nice. for my computer. So I'll talk about my experience with that to this point. Uh, during my week. All right. So, yeah, Budget Gaming 2.0. Now, I went through and listed all the different places you can get uh, get deals um, for for what, what you know. I, I started off with console deals. Um, so, yeah, you, the, every month, uh, and Eric can talk about this a little bit more in depth, but uh, PS Plus offers free games uh, for subscribing. Uh, they usually lean more towards indie games, right, Eric? Uh, yeah, I would say that's probably pretty accurate. Okay. Uh, although you said, is it October was supposed to be a good month for the PS Plus games? Yeah, as soon as, soon as you said that, I was like, shit, I, let me look. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that, I mean, that's that's an easy way to add games to your libraries. They just, you know, you just download them for free yeah, for so subscribing. Um, Resident Evil HD okay. remake and Transformers Devastation, which is supposed to be really good. Okay. That's the best month in a while, though. Right. I don't want to. I don't want people to think that's every month because it's most certainly not. Probably the best one since Rocket League. It's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they did give away um, NBA Two K Sixteen, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good uh, free game. Sure. But yeah, this is this is the best one in quite a while. I guess the one I've been most excited for. Okay. I've um, almost bought both of those games numerous times. Right. So yeah, I mean, free. You know, anytime you get free games, that's that's gaming on a budget, right? It it does come at the cost of a subscription, right? 
which is dollars a year, right? Uh, depending on if you can find a, a the occasional sale on those things, right? And you usually can. I mean, there's there's usually sales. Uh, they did just up the price to sixty, so I don't know if the sales will be as rampant, but usually you can find one for you know ten twenty bucks off, especially mm-hmm. around the holidays. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Corey, did you want to chime in with something? No, I was just going to say, uh, ask how much it was, but Eric just hit it. Oh, gotcha. Um, and then similar to that, the PS Plus is the Xbox Games with Gold. Um, again, it's it's free games that you get for just subscribing. It's a the gold the gold version of Xbox Live, right? Don't they have different Same memberships? Price. Yeah, I mean, there are different membership levels. Uh, you do save quite a bit by doing the yearly, right. uh, which is $60 again. And that's the gold um, one? Yeah, that's okay. the gold one. Uh, and we should say these memberships come with like access to their online gaming, You're right? And some other features. Um, yeah, it's it's usually pretty, you know, low budget kind of games, right? Just like PS Plus is. Sure. Uh, every now and again, there will be a month where you're like, oh, hot damn, right? You know, something good will be on there. But like this month was, it was awful. Right. I can't even remember. It was it was really bad. Gotcha. So you you it's it's a little bit hit and miss, but uh, I think overall it's probably worth it okay uh one of the things you get with xbox too is the uh uh the old games what's what's oh the backwards backwards compatible thank you yeah Uh, so they give you two games for your xbox one and two backwards compatible xbox 360 games gotcha to play on your xbox one every month and those are usually pretty good right you need to have access. You need to be on Xbox. You need to be subscribed to Xbox Live to get backwards compatibility. That I don't know. I, th- I doubt it. I don't think so. I think you just to get the free games. You have to be subscribed uh, to Xbox Live. You yeah. can like you could like go. I think you can buy some of them digitally from the store. But you can like if you have yeah. a copy of the game, then you can play it. I think, or if you buy it, buy a copy of the game from Amazon or or whatever, then you can play it. And what's the fee for Xbox Live? Same, sixty bucks for a year. I think uh, there are some other subscriptions too. I can't remember. Like, there's a three-year subscription that's, I want to say thirty bucks, or I'm sorry, three-month subscription that's, I want to say thirty bucks, mm-hmm. and then a monthly is like fifteen or something like that. I don't know. It's it's a pretty big savings to do it by year, right? As opposed and, to uh, the... Eric, as as the more console-centric gamer of uh, the three of us. Do you feel like both of those subscription services are worth their $60, just in terms of the games you can play? In terms of just games with none of the other side benefits? Yeah. Probably not. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I, only, I only ask because you know, we're trying to... I guess it's hard for me to say because I'm not necessarily on that budget, but... Right. If I, I yeah, I mean, if I was definitely on a gaming budget, still, I would probably be a little more favorable, but still not great. Yeah, like those you, those really good months are few and far between. You wouldn't uh, you wouldn't subscribe just for the free games, like no, it, it's it's no. it's access no, to I online games wouldn't. too. So, yeah. so if, if if somebody's uh, approaching, okay, what's what's the best and cheapest way I can play video games regularly? That's probably not the best recommendation. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a pretty safe safe call. Now, you have to the the pro, one of the things with with both of these is you have to maintain your 
your subscription level, right? Otherwise, you lose access yep. to the games. So you can keep them, like, in your library or whatever. Right. Um, but as soon as your subscription lapses, you no longer can play them. Uh-huh. Uh, the nice thing, though, is if you decide to re-up your subscription, you, you will, again, have access to them as long as you have added them to your library. Gotcha. So does that mean you need to be connected online to play these games? I think they make I don't it. Know the answer to that. I think they make you check in after a little while. Okay. You know, I'm never not online, so I, I, I guess I don't know the answer to that question. Right. Yeah, you should unplug one of your. Uh, although you play online a lot, so I was gonna say you should unplug one of your one of your consoles and see how long it takes before you lose access to that stuff because it can't check yeah. in. That'd be an interesting experiment for science. Plus, I'd have to pull my entertainment center out, and I'd rather die. Yeah, yeah, I don't blame you. Moving stuff sucks. Yeah. Um, also, for physical copies of games, there's Best Buy Gamers Club. So for $30, you get two years' worth of 20% off new games, uh, 10% off pre-owned. You also get a bonus for trading in games. Uh, you get points that you can use that you can apply towards towards games and stuff. Uh, it, it doesn't take long until that deal like pays for itself. Um, I've only bought a handful of physical copies of games and, and they've already, it's already more than paid for itself. So, uh, that's a, that's a pretty good deal right there. Yeah. It's, it's nice too, because like, you know, for the bigger releases, um, if you pre-order, you'll get a $10 basically gift certificate mm-hmm. towards Best Buy. Yep. Um, that comes like two weeks after you've made the purchase. Yeah. Um, so if there's another game coming out in two weeks, that that will the initial twenty percent off takes it down to forty seven ninety nine. Then take that another ten dollars off. And now you're looking at a new game for thirty seven ninety nine. Yeah. I um, mean, you can you can kind of keep that uh, rotation going if you're willing to pre-order a bunch of games. Right. Um, the other thing, I've gotten so lazy about swapping discs out that I almost. <laughs> sometimes pay more for digital that's that's a pretty common theme like and i think as at one point we're all like well that's just lazy to not want to swap out a disc but i think as you get used to just firing up whatever game you want without having to do anything it's becomes that becomes normal and it's it's another pain in the balls thing you have to do you know last year's fifa i purchased on a disc Uh and damn it I think the only the only two games I remember buying on disc last year for Xbox were FIFA 16, and I bought the Gears uh, Gears Remaster, Gears uh-huh. of War, uh-huh. and uh, I had to swap the discs a couple times when I was going to play online with Jeff, and I was like, "This is awful. Yeah, I can't do this anymore. It's Wh- so lazy." Which I think that they're kind of hoping for that, but it's yeah. definitely the case anymore. You know, it is, and it's it's unfortunate. Uh, but it is a good service. I, I highly recommend that. Yep. Uh, similar to that, if you're a Prime member for Amazon, uh, Prime members get 20% off physical copies of new games up to two weeks after release. So if you are worried about uh, review scores, uh, you want to wait for some reviews, you can read reviews on a, on a new game when it comes out and then and then buy it from Amazon for, for 20% off uh, Prime so you get it fast. Um, that's also a pretty pretty sweet deal. We should say with Best Buy, there's no time limit. Oh, there's no time limit at all? It's just 20% off any new game? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, cool. Yep. I wasn't aware of that. I may be wrong on that, but I, I'm pretty sure that's right. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, and then, obviously, the digital storefronts for each of the consoles has their own sales. Um, 
even Nintendo, the eShop has has sales on occasion. But uh, yeah, both the PlayStation Store and the Microsoft, the Xbox Store have have their so their various Xbox sales. Xbox has every Tuesday the refresh uh-huh. that uh, deals with gold. Okay. Um, and there's actually usually some pretty good stuff on there. Right now they have um, Rainbow Six Siege, pretty cheap, and that that game is actually really good. Yeah, in my opinion, I've heard nothing I'm just but good things really about bad it. Really bad at it. But uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's a really fun game. If you have a group of people to play with, it's super fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, of course, there's used games um, from, you know, GameStop or whatever. Uh, I don't know. How do you guys feel about used games? I don't think I would ever buy a used game anymore unless it was a very yeah. rare game. I don't know. I've never really been interested in buying used games. I don't have a, a good reason why, I guess, because they probably all work. Yeah. You test them, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's like uh, it's a weird thing I have. I just want my I want to be the first one to have that. Yeah. This I don't know. I, I mean, I remember I bought a couple in the past, but like I said, it was mostly uh, rare games that I, I couldn't find new necessarily. You know, games that had been out for a few years, and yeah, I found a, a sweet deal on it. Was never I don't think I ever bought anything newish use because like you i I never felt like that what five percent that you save was worth it uh is like five or six bucks off to buy a used copy of a game instead of uh just spending the extra to get a brand new one you know Mm -hmm. you never know whose gross paws were on on the disc before before yours you know exactly um so yeah that's that's the console stuff uh pc obviously steam origin you play all have their various sales uh, bundle sales. Um, that's where Humble Bundle comes in. Uh, you've probably heard us, if you've been listening for a while, you've probably heard us talk about Humble Bundle. Um, every two weeks or so, they come out with a new bundle of games that you can buy. Uh, they have various tiers that unlock games based on how much how much you spend. Uh, they have Humble Monthly Bundle, which Corey will probably talk about, right? Because you just got your yeah. games. Yeah. You just got your I just games. just delivered my, uh, my monthly allotment of games uh-huh. i subscribed a couple weeks ago and got grim dawn immediately for the october monthly bundle but i had to wait until i think today actually was the day yeah. the rest of the games were announced for it um i'm not in love with this month i feel like all the other months i've seen leading up to this i've been more interested in the games than this month uh-huh. but for only 12 dollars a month and of course if you pay more uh you can pay yearly you'll save a little bit of money but it's like a dollar per month if you pay for you save a dollar per month if you pay by the year. Uh, but for only $12 a month, I got, for the month of October, Grim Dawn, uh, which is worth that those $12, in my opinion, mm-hmm. right off the bat. And got Slime Rancher, which is a game I'm interested in, but it's still in early access, so I probably will not play that. Hotline Miami 2, which is a game I would normally be interested in, but seeing as how I've already played through it and beat it and didn't really care too much for it, uh, that doesn't do much for me. Deponia, Doomsday is the other one. I'm familiar with the Deponia name, but I can't really place it. Right. Uh, but I guess that's good enough for me to look into it. Train Valley is a train sim. Uh, that I could probably sink some hours into. And a couple games I've never heard of. Action Hank. H-E-N-K. Huh. Anybody? Nope. Nope. And Thoth. T-H-O-T-H. I just heard that name today, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything about those games, so I can't really speak to them. Uh, but I am seeing if you subscribe to November's Humble Monthly Bundle right now, you get Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and you can play that immediately. And that's uh, re currently at retail for $15. So you're paying $12 for a $15 game, and you're getting not only that game, but four or five other ones, too. Right. So I think it's a great value. Um, there's at least two games in just about every monthly bundle from Hundle, hum Humble. There's at least two games that uh, I have been interested in playing, so I, I definitely think you get a lot of bang for your buck with that. Yeah. I've... Also, a lot of the games are more indie, so they're not going to require the most extreme uh, rig PC-wise. So that's yeah, also yeah I actually wanted to bring that up. Because um, barrier of entry is something you know that you have to talk about with gaming. Um, obviously that's alleviated with people ha that have smartphones, but also, uh, even if you have like an old laptop, there's probably a thousand older games or indie games, um, on steam that would run whatever, whatever game it happened to be. Um, so that's always something to think about too. Uh, yeah, I've, I've subscribed to a couple of hum humble monthly bundles too. Uh, but I always make sure it's the, the early unlock game is, is a game I want. I know Corey wanted to like, keep it going, right? Yeah, I'm just going to keep it going. Mm -hmm. I, I like that, uh, you know, every month I get a new bundle of yeah. things. Yeah. It's just nice. Something to be look forward to. And... Sure. I think it's the first, is it the first Friday of every new month is when it, when the new games unlock. Which is a great time. Yeah. Because you have the weekend, Friday, hopefully. Yeah. Friday releases. It's great. Uh, also in the bundles, bundle sales thing is uh, Bundle Stars. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Bundle Stars at all. Um, but they do no. a, they do a similar thing to Humble Bundle. It's uh, it's BundleStars.com, and uh, they'll they'll group together a bunch of games. Uh, most of it's stuff that I'm not interested in or have never heard of. But occasionally they'll have a really good sale. I think I got my uh, my PC version of Shadows of Mordor from Bundle Stars, um, and it was like ridiculously cheap for Shadows of Mordor. Uh, five bucks right now. Yeah, it was ridiculously cheap. I, it was more than that when I bought it, but. Uh, it was ridiculously cheap for that and all the all the DLC for it. So um, they occasionally will have a really really good sale. Uh, there's key sellers, which are sites like Green Man Gaming, which we talked about, CD Keys, uh, and Games Planet. Uh, I use uh, Green Man Gaming the most out of all of those, uh, but occasionally their sales will not be that good. Um, the most recent game I bought was Civilization VI, which I'm waiting waiting to unlock waiting for it to unlock and at the end of this month um but yeah they'll usually have new games off for 20 to 25 percent occasionally you can get into the 30s like i think i got far cry primal from green man gaming for like 36 bucks brand new uh which is pretty good pretty good deal Dang. um we've talked about cd keys a little bit uh eric mentioned that it's kind of shady right yeah it just seems very shady yeah. I, I guess i've i've talked to Actually, a few different people have used it and have never yep. had issues. Yeah. But you should be warned; it will seem a little shady. Sure. Um, and then from Games Planet, I got Dark Souls Three. That's another uh, key key seller. Um, and they they generally will buy keys from different regions, and with cur currency transfers and stuff, will be able to get you the deals, uh, which is nice. Uh, and then there's free-to-play games, which are both on uh, PC and consoles. There's MMORPGs, MOBAs, and strategy games, and, and pretty much anything you can think of. First-person shooters, there's probably a free-to-play uh, version of that game. Um, some with mi microtransactions, some not. 
but yeah that's uh that's always an easy way to uh game on a budget is by playing a free game right yeah and i i I honestly feel um that there are enough free-to-play games out there that are compelling enough and uh do not require you to to pay any money that you could play plenty of games forever you could be very happy just picking up free games to play yeah definitely and and keep your schedule full gaming schedule full yep uh, and then there's subscription services uh, like EA uh, and Origin Access and then PlayStation Now. Uh, for these, you pay a monthly fee or a yearly fee, and you have access to whatever games are on that service. Um, EA, EA Access is the Xbox version, and Origin Access is the PC version. Um, so any games that they have on their, on their, or, on their access service, you, you can have access to while you're subscribed. Um, same thing with PlayStation Now. I just read that Later this year, the new Mirror's Edge game and Star Wars Battlefront are going to be on uh, EA and Origin Access. So I, would I definitely... have uh, I have the games up here, Dan. If you oh. want me to go over a couple of them, yeah, They're, it's, it's uh, good stuff. I should say too, it's it's five dollars a month for EA Access or thirty dollars mm-hmm. for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see some of the highlights. I would say Battlefield Four, um, Titanfall, Dragon Age Inquisition is a really long game, so you yep. get a lot of bang for your buck there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Battlefield Hardline. The uh, Madden, NHL, and FIFA, all of the 16 variety are on there. Um, those are probably the bigger ones. Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2 is on there. Uh-huh. Unravel. So. Yep. And that's yeah. EA Access is 30 a year? 30 a year, five, 5 a month. That's a pretty good deal. That's a mm-hmm. very good deal. Yep. Like I it's... think Battlefield 4 still has a pretty good player base uh and that game's awesome uh-huh. so yeah like i said once uh mirror's edge and and star wars battlefront are on there i'm gonna i'll probably do a year it's only 30 bucks for a, for a whole year of access to those games yeah you don't get to keep them but i'm not a battlefront fan but that's right well that's why i wanted to wait i didn't want to buy it i wanted to wait till it went on this so i did you know i get my it's... few hours worth and yeah, call it good. It's not a great game, but I will say the f- the time that I did have fun playing it, I was playing with a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Um, playing by yourself, that game kind of blows. Yeah. Yeah. But... Hopefully, the second one's better, huh? Yeah, I don't see any way it can't be. Yeah. Really. Only way to go is up. It's a good platform for it. Mm-hmm. Like uh- this, the sound and everything like that was really good. It was just kind of. Yeah, boring. I guess it seemed too random to me. It was very random, and like the, I never felt like I was making an impact. Yeah. For more on this, listen to our official episode. Yeah, we that, if you're interested, <laughs> covered it all. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I got. What do you? What do you? What do you rocking, Eric? So Dan, I went. I'm glad that I did too. Um, I went just strictly on games that yeah. I thought were of good value. Perfect. Um. And they're kind of all over the board price-wise, but I was doing price uh, along with, you know, what's in the game. Uh-huh. So first one I did was uh, Witcher 3 Complete Edition for 50 bucks. I mean, how many hours would you estimate you could get out of that? Um, I think I'm o- I'm over 200 hours in The Witcher 3 right now. So uh, and I'm, I'm not finished with the second DLC pack, or third third DLC pack. The most recent DLC pack I haven't quite finished yet, but yeah, over 200 hours. 
And that's, I mean, that's real qual. That's a real quality game. Oh, so yeah. It's not just ours. It's, no. It's, it's a real quality. It's all it's very well some done. Some of the cooler story stuff that I've ever played in a game, mm-hmm. and some of the more boring stuff. But sure, that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, the second one I had was uh, some people may not agree with me on this one, but I, I said the Destiny Collection, which is all of the Destiny content for sixty bucks. Um, there's quite a bit to that, and it got a lot better. After, uh, what the hell was it? Rise of Iron. No, the one before that. The Taken King. Yes, the Taken King. Uh, I think it was the Taken King uh, DLC content. It got way better after that. So I think now at this point, uh, there's there's quite a bit to that. And I, I really enjoyed Destiny every time I went back to it. Uh, next one I had was Rogue Legacy for $15 on Steam or $17 on uh, PlayStation Network. Uh, it's one of my favorite games that I've played in the last what, five years. Mm-hmm. So, is that right? Yeah. Uh, that was such a good game, and uh, it's not super long, but it's you know probably a good twenty hours or so. Yeah. Thirty if you're going to play with mouse and keyboard. <laughs> um, still, still amazed that you did that. <laughs> still to this day. Yeah. That's a feat. Uh, next, I had Stardew Valley, which Corey mentioned earlier on the humble monthly bundle. Uh, that's a great value for that game. It's mm. it's usually $15. So if you've been on the fence for that one, uh, I would say go ahead and get that monthly bundle for a month. Why not? Yep. How many hours you know, have you guys put into that game? 77. Yeah, almost 80, I think, in mine. And they just put out a big update for it. Yeah. They sure did. We'll With get into coming. that, too. Oh, nice. Right. Um, next, I had Metal Gear Solid Five, which is running for 40 bucks now, mm-hmm. which I think is a great a great buy for that game. I mean, I I still remember thinking when I was playing that game that I couldn't believe that it existed. Yeah. Because, like, it was just... The things that you could do in it were just so great. Um, I really want to go back and play it again. And for 40 bucks, I mean, you can get a lot of uh, a lot of gameplay or game time out of that one. That game was amazing. Um, what's that? That game was amazing. Yeah, so good. Uh, let's see. Probably my favorite, my favorite game on this list, Rocket League. It's twenty bucks, but you can usually find it on sale, on whether it's PSN, Xbox One. Uh, I would recommend playing it on PC if you have the capability. It's much better on there. Um, but Rocket League for twenty bucks, I've put between the three platforms. I can't even tell you how many hours I've put a, a hundred a, alone on PC, and I didn't start playing it on PC until I was well into the hundreds of hours on it on PS4 and Xbox One combined. Nice. So I have no idea how many hours I've put into it, but it's it's endless fun and addiction. Can't say enough about that one. Uh-huh. Um, I put Civilization Five on here. It's It says it's 30 bucks on Steam originally, but that game I feel like is on sale every other week. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. And, you can and get... if you ever find it for like 10 bucks, yeah. I mean... You can so get it. much good value there. That's been on a few like 2K humble bundles and stuff. Like that's one you can get for for next to nothing. Like even with all the DLC, you can find it for like twelve bucks. Yeah. And you you would imagine with six coming out, that might drop like base price soon too. Oh yeah, definitely. So. Yep. That's ex- then I had that's uh, Bloodborne for PS4 exclusively is only twenty bucks base now. Oh wow. I mean that's. And that's such a fantastic game. And yeah. It's, you know, a, a good lengthy game. It's meaty, really cool environments and monsters. It's just so good. 
another PlayStation exclusive. If you haven't played this for whatever reason, you own a PS4. Uh, Last of Us Remastered is only 20 bucks. One of the best games ever made, in my opinion. And definitely play the remastered version uh, because of the frame, the frame rate. Right. It was much better than the the 30 frames on, on uh, PS3. I have two more. Uh, Dark Souls Prepare to Die Edition on Steam is 20 bucks, but that's another one that's on sale every other week. Mm-hmm. So you can find that usually for like five. It's actually five bucks right now on Steam. Oh, beautiful. And then the last one is Terraria, which is $10. And, Corey, I mean, how long have you played that for? Oh, God, too many hours. <laughs> too and many. That's, that's a real good one to play with other people, too, if you can get a group together. Same with Destiny. And another game. Can... When did when did Terraria come out? Like 2010, 2011? I don't know. It's, uh, 2012. Somewhere in there, but that's another 11, one. 2011. Okay. They're still updating it. Like yeah. They recently put out a, a massive update for Terraria. So, nice. and that's another one that you can. I think when I originally bought it, it was two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, that one. That, that's another one that's on sale all the time too. Yeah, I think I've seen it for like a buck fifty on some oh, some yeah. sales. I believe wow. it. It's just really fun exploring with with friends and creating armor and crafting your base and all that kind of stuff. It's great, great stuff. It's a game that cracked my top ten games of all time. You know, uh, I just said you can get it for for such an inexpensive price. It's it's so worth it. I just thought of another one. I think you can get a lot of time out of, and they have versions with friends or without. Is uh, Don't Starve. Yeah, and that's that's fifteen bucks, and that's another one that's on sale pretty frequently. Uh, fifteen bucks on Steam. Uh, another great like crafting and adventuring and survival kind of game. Uh, Dan, we we tried to do that multiplayer version. Yep failed miserably yeah it was i had i kept trying to babysit you guys because i was the most experienced dart uh don't starve player because that's yeah. mostly what i played on the ps4 uh and i you know i i kind of knew some of the more advanced recipes um so i, I was babysitting you guys a little bit and uh <clears throat> i kept getting myself into into trouble and dying but it's so fun it's a fun game it's even more fun to play with uh with friends yeah so okay that's it for my list Corey, what do you got? What do you have to add? I don't have much to add, Dan. But when Eric was going through uh, some good value games, uh, one that came to mind for me that I really loved, and I know you liked it too, is uh, Shadow of Mordor. Another game you can get really inexpensive. That's a really good game, mm-hmm. and uh, you can get a lot of hours out of it. Yeah. But should also mention uh, Skyrim. Here. Oh yeah. Because of not only the game itself, which you can get, I, I've seen the legendary edition for five dollars, five bucks to get Skyrim and all of the DLC uh, on a sale. But also, even if you're paying the fifteen dollars or whatever the legendary edition is at at this point, um, you also have access to the infinite number of mods, including content mods. And, and one I've been playing. And played a lot today actually is uh, the Ender All mod, which is a totally separate game that I can play for free because I own Skyrim. Yeah. So, and just that mod I've gotten over 30 hours out of. So I meant to not, include that, Corey. Thank you. Yeah, that's not even including all the hours, infinite hours I've gotten out of Skyrim. Yeah, I'm sure I've played that altogether over 200 hours. Vanilla, vanilla Skyrim was, uh, and I, yeah, we should say that's a lot for us because we don't we try not to stick too much on one thing. You yeah. know, we don't. Yeah, you know, back in the day when I had endless free time and 
only played like five or six games a year, I would spend thousands of hours in a game like Skyrim. But, you know, because of the nature of what we do now, we, we tend try to move on. But, yeah, even vanilla Skyrim had so much to do in it. Um, and then, you know, you add all the DLC on top of that, like Corey said. All the, all the mods that make the game uh, more playable and, and content mods and all that fun stuff. So that's a great one. It was, yeah. our, it was our game of last generation. It really was. It really and truly was. Yep. The only other thing I wanted to add here, Dan, yeah. um, are the sort of... Uh, how to phrase it? Um, so, like, Steam has Steam Family Sharing. Yep. Which is a great way to play all the other video games that your friends have uh-huh. uh, by connecting your Steam accounts, which we do, and I've played so many of, of Dan's games, specifically some of Eric, some of Will's. Um, that is one of the best ways and cheapest ways to game, in my opinion. Yeah. And game share on the consoles, mm-hmm. uh, family game share. Uh, there's a process to setting it up, but it's it's very easy. Uh, just Google how to do it on PS4 or Xbox. That's how Will and I, we split most of our games nowadays. Yeah. Another good budget gaming tip. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I guess basically uh, all that is, is is you're paying for one game and you're playing it uh, through multiple people. So. And, and the, one of the coolest parts about doing that on consoles for us is you can still play together at the same time. Like, say it was, you know, say it was Battlefront, for instance, a multiplayer game. We can still play together even though it's it's one copy. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. What are the limitations on that? There are none. You know? Can you have more Am- people connected? A- amount of people. You? That is That does get people Oh, banned. yeah, yeah. I mean, amount of people. You can only have, I think, one person as your family guy yeah it may be it may be different on xbox and ps4 xbox may allow you to do a little do more. more with it playstation i think is a little more strict yeah yeah because <laughs> uh because I, I i read up on that because i was interested in that feature and yeah there's a lot of people saying oh i got banned i i had like 10 people on my on my game share thing and it was you just can't it, be stupid it was random people who they didn't know like they would get in a group of game share people and just mm-hmm. share all the it's like you're an idiot of course you're going to get well, banned. Exactly. If you just do it with one person yep. that you trust, you're yep. fine. Yep. Totally agree. Um, should we talk about mobile gaming? I didn't really want to. Gaming uh, as for, for budget gaming. There's really only one game worth talking about as far as that goes. Because Mo- Mario game. Run isn't out yet. Hearthstone? Yeah, Hearthstone. Okay. Um, again, it's a... It's, uh, you know, a smartphone is something most people have nowadays, um, and the quality of games is getting getting better. I think, and uh, you know, there's yeah. there's some really good ones out there, um, despite my disdain generally for for mobile gaming. So that's a another easy way to game on a budget. So, sure is, and also it's portable. Go with you all portable. the time. Whereas, uh, you know, even the 3ds is less portable than than your phone. So, okay. Any other thoughts? Budget gaming? I do. I have a question. Yeah, let's hear um, it. Uh, a, a couple different questions with the same sort of theme. If you guys were recommending somebody who does not play any games, who wants to get into games, but they're on a very strict budget, like where do you send them? What do you guys think is the best route to to play video games on the cheap? So they so you they don't have a Nothing. console or anything. 
don't have a console, don't have a gaming PC, probably have a smartphone, probably have a laptop they do work on. Say that. Steam. Well, if they have a laptop, I would say Steam, because there's a, like Dan said, there's a lot of games that will run on an older old, computer. Old games and indie games that, that will run on, on anything. And, you know, uh, endless smartphone games. Plus, uh, what's the pl- is it PlayStation Now streaming yep. is on PlayStation now, now is on there. Yep. Um, and that that's good. I was going to say PlayStation Four because of that. Right. That feature. Um, did we touch on Redbox at all? I don't think so. Because Redbox is a decent option nowadays too uh, for gaming. I think it's two bucks a night. Yeah. So if you find you know if you if you're not sure about a game or if you have a weekend to yourself. You know, and you know you can dedicate like 20 hours or whatever, like back in the day, like we used to, um, and knock a game out for four bucks. Yeah. You know, you can't really beat that. No. And they but, have new releases from time to time. Oh, they always have new releases. There you yeah, go. they're pretty good about that. But yeah, Corey, I guess, you know, Steam is probably the best. Because, I mean, my computer that I have isn't anything crazy. You know what I yeah. mean? Uh, it, I wouldn't say it was cheap, but it certainly wasn't the most expensive thing in the world. Um, and I can run pretty much anything that comes out right now. The PlayStation right. Now thing is good too, Eric, because your your system doesn't actually run the games; it streams the games from. So as long yeah. as your internet connection is good, uh, you should have a good experience playing those games because they're not run, run on your system; it's just streaming the video uh, over your internet connection. So that that we we talked recently about how the library for that is getting better. Yeah. There's a lot of play, you know. There's a lot of really good PlayStation exclusives on there that, like, I never got a chance to play. So, mm-hmm. uh, PlayStation Now, that's a that's a good thing for. I'm, that's how I'm going to play Journey one of these one of these days. Finally, so, so yeah. Go ahead, Corey. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with uh, PC. You know, everybody does. Everybody has a smartphone, but I just feel like. The amount of game, the, the amount of value you get from the games, even though uh, there's a lot of free to play games and stuff like that, isn't as high as what it could be for PC. Right. Especially if you have a relatively decent PC, you can uh, play other your friends' games or whatever on Steam. And what's the what's the max number of uh, family share people you can have on Steam? Five. Five people. Five friends. Yeah. Five. Okay. Yep. So that's pretty high, if you ask me, and uh, I feel like most people who haven't been playing a lot of games know somebody who who does on PC and can just say, hey, can we just link up? And more than likely, they haven't reached their maximum number of uh, family share friends, so I just, I don't know, I feel like that's a really good option for, for uh, people. Macs, too. Uh, if you own a Mac, Steam has a lot of Mac games on there, too, that or games yeah. that run on Windows, Mac, and Linux. Uh, all all three different operating systems. So that's another another option. Yep. And there's enough. Even if you have a real shitty laptop, there's enough real good indie games that don't have very high spec requirements uh, that you can run no problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Questions, Corey. Questions. Yeah, you said you had questions, or was that it? I think that's it. Okay. So yeah. Budget Gaming 2.0 in the bag. Uh, let's get into Nibblevich, shall we? Just Ooh, briefly, do you guys remember what we talked about in the original Budget Gaming episode? I, I remember have no idea. we talked about on live. On live. What was 
what was that um that trade in game service that you talked about, Corey? Oh, uh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Can't remember. They shut down. Yeah. But I was subscribed to them for a while. I, I'm not. I'm not going to remember the name of it. But there was that. That's another thing we should say. There are always communities. Uh, even on Reddit, there's like a game swap community. If you have a digital code, there are people that you can throw it out there and see if anybody wants to trade for something you want, and you can trade digital codes. That's mm-hmm. another way to game on the cheap. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goozer. Guzik. Guzik. Is that the name of it? Get Gygax. Guzex. Guzex. It's something Guzex like that. Ga- Guzex game trading. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of the the options that we have now weren't around when we started five years ago. There was no, you know, prime prime deals, and no, there's no Best Buy Gamers Club. Steam uh, family sharing. Yeah, none of that stuff was around when we first started. So, okay. Uh, let's get a little bit, shall we? Corey, take it away. Uh, I've got two Bioware-related nibble bits. Serum. Jade Empire is on iOS now. Uh, the Xbox 360, PS3, right? Was it that generation or was it the generation before? Might have been a generation before. Was what it is it? Jade Never. Empire? Yeah. Jade Empire. I think it was Xbox PS2. Okay. It well, was Xbox and Xbox 360. Okay. There you go. Okay. Uh, now available on iOS, only $10. Um, I never played Jade Empire. It's supposed Nora. to be good, isn't it? Yeah. It is supposed to be good. I have it on Steam mm. if you want to play it, Corey. Oh, there you go. We'll see. I got enough to play right now. That's how I feel, too. Uh, other Bioware-related story, they announced a new story expansion for the Old Republic, their Star Wars MMORPG. Uh, I didn't really research what that was all about, but I just think it's kind of weird how the Old Republic is kind of doing its own thing in terms of canon. Um, ever since Disney bought the Star Wars rights, they sort of said... Uh, Everything that was canon is no longer all the expanded universe stuff, including the Old Republic. Yep. <laughs> uh, they said they can just kind of do their own thing. It's kind of weird to me. Yeah. It, it, was, was, it was ongoing, you know? Like, it was still... Yeah. Whatever. It's just weird, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I stopped playing the Old Republic shortly after it came out. I think I just played that first month and maybe, you know, played another month somewhere in there. Uh but if like what you're doing and what you're seeing is not in any way actually Star Wars, I don't know. Yeah, it takes away from it, no doubt. I think so, but that's just me. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people really love the Old Republic and uh, don't really care about that, and good for them. Mm-hmm. But I'm not one of those people. Uh, playable demo for Recore is now available on Xbox One and PC. I went to download it and couldn't figure out how, so I gave I gave up. Uh, that the, they really need to improve the Windows Store. It's 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 pretty bad. Yeah. Because I I don't I, were you on were you on when I had my issues with no you weren't I had my issues downloading redownloading Forza Horizon. Yeah. Well, the next day I went I went to it, it was updated and they had patched the issue that people were having with redownloading Forza. I was like oh that that figures. After right. I jumped through all these hoops to redownload it, but anyway. Yeah. I don't know. 
Uh, it's a, about a 30-minute demo, so you can give it a try. Apparently, they have fixed all the issues, the big issues that people had at launch. Um, so maybe it's worth playing. I've, I, I don't know. I've read a lot of uh, forum posts and stuff about people saying, like, the game's a lot better than it's getting credit for. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe there is something there that uh, the initial issues prevented people from seeing. But, I don't know. You guys never even tried it, right? No. No. Waiting for a sale. I'd be curious. Yeah. It'll be a $5... Uh, oh, I was going to say Steam sale, but that's not... It might come out on Steam. They put... Uh, uh, the Xbox One exclusive that came out earlier. This year. Quantum Break. They, Quantum Break's on Steam now, so... Oh, look at that. Yeah. All right. Runs like shit, I think. From what I heard. Heard. Yeah, Here. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, the Stardew Valley 1.1 version update is now live. It's a, a massive uh, content update to the game, the biggest since the game came out. You can now marry Shane and Emily. Um, there's also like a divorce mechanic. You can divorce your current spouse for either Shane or Emily. I think or uh, like we talked about this when you were not on, Corey. Oh, it okay. was in like a beta version, yeah. but we did go over a lot of the, a lot yeah, of the okay. stuff, just so you yeah. know. So I won't go over it again, but it is it is now live, and there is a ton of stuff. Uh, if you've been waiting to get back into Stardew Valley or haven't gotten in yet, I think now would be the time. Um, yeah. It's supposed, supposed to be coming to consoles soon. I think all three of them, actually, even the Wii U. So. Right. Wow. That's something yeah, to keep in mind. Yeah, they did say uh, Concerned Ape had outsourced the, uh, the console ports oh, to yeah. Chucklefish, I believe. Sure handle all that stuff so uh-huh. it, it is coming soon come just in time for the game of the year awards <laughs> yeah oh here we go <laughs> uh dig- digital homicide is dropped its lawsuits against steam users uh they said that their studio is destroyed the amount of business they's, they've lost from steam removing their games from the steam store uh has has just destroyed their business so they're just thrown in the towel um and that's it that's all she wrote for that, which uh, all I can say is, well, that's what you get. Yeah. I don't know. I have no sympathy for them. I don't I, think anyone I, does. No, I, I, I don't know. The Just the whole, we talked a little bit about it a couple of weeks ago, but it's just, uh, I don't know. They, they, they messed up. And this is what happens. Yep. Hopefully they can do something with themselves. I don't know. A lot of people I read in the comments section said they would just uh, start a new company. And just do the same thing under a different name. You know, they need uh, aliases, though. Yeah, yeah. That's that's how that 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 type of outfit rolls, though. Maybe they can open a new studio with Sean Murray. Ooh, ooh, that's yeah. a low blow. <laughs> Why would you want to? Yeah, <laughs> guy's never made a good game in his life. Hey, Joe Danger is a really good game. I've heard good things no, I, about Joe, I don't Joe Danger. I don't, I don't wish any ill will towards him. No, I love Joe Danger. It's really good. Both. I, I never played the second one, but the first one's awesome. Um, Did one of you guys tweet the Skyrim and Fallout 4 mod thing? No. Yeah. You did? Yeah. All right, hit it. I'm done. Okay. Skyrim and Fallout 4 will be adding their uh, mods to PS4. I guess they came to some sort of an agreement. 
but they say there's a catch, and I, I don't know how big of a deal this is. You guys probably have a better idea. Uh, it says mod makers will not be able to upload external assets. That means, like, yeah. uh, new new things Sprites. that they make. Yeah. New artwork so that, that they make. Deal? It can be. Yeah. It depends. I'm actually okay. surprised that they could do that for Xbox. There must yeah, be some I, sort of you limitation. Know, I really should look through. Uh, when Skyrim comes out, I'll look through and see what's available. Maybe we'll do just kind of a quick rundown of what they have. Yeah. Because um, I bet you it's really not all that much. Yeah. Because I'd be surprised myself, Dan. It's it's mostly because of the the um, the requ- system requirements, you know. Like anything with really high high res textures, maybe you can't can't put up. I don't know. It's I'd be interested to see what the what the limitations are. But anyway, anywho, my next one. I actually have three this week. Uh, another PlayStation exclusive for this fall is uh, going into next early next year. Um. Gravity Rush 2. Did any of you play the first Gravity Rush? No. Heard good things. No. Yeah, I played it briefly. Uh, it was pretty cool. I played it on Vita, I think. It was interesting. I don't really remember too awful much. I know there was a cat, and you kind of fly around from building to building in it. Uh, this one looked really neat. The art style was cool. Uh, I'm not positive I'm going to get it. There's a very good chance I won't. Um, but another Sony exclusive. I guess, uh, from what I understand, it was to there was just too much competition in the the window where it was coming out, and I that's true. Yeah. I mean, who was prepared to buy Gravity Rush two this fall? Right. That's not like a huge fan of the first one. You know sure. what I mean? So, that's a game okay. that should come out in the middle of summer. Yeah, yeah. And then my last one. Um, so Twitch Prime has been added as another benefit to Amazon Prime members and what Twitch Prime gets you is free in-game loot every month um, such as this month because I'm an Amazon Plus subscriber I got uh, the newest hero Tyranda in uh, Hearthstone and that came with her card backing as well Um, let's see what else is on here an exclusive boss skin for a a character in Smite so stuff like that Uh, I thought that the the Hearthstone thing was kind of cool yeah, I'm pretty sure every Hearthstone user who also had uh, Amazon Prime connected their account. Oh, sure. Why wouldn't you? Or created a Twitch account if they didn't have one. <laughs> Just to get that. I did. Um, yeah. And then the other benefit is um, ad-free viewing, which is really nice. And a free channel subscription every 30 days, which I think is really neat. That's amazing. Because a channel subscription is five bucks a month, and what that does is it gives a kickback to the people that you Someone subscribe you to yeah. on Twitch, which is awesome. So, like, if you've had somebody you've liked for a while, <clears throat> some sick athletes that <laughs> yeah. you haven't been able to support, just kidding, um, <laughs> you can now do so if you're an Amazon Prime member. So I, I did that actually this month with uh, Kind of Funny Games, uh-huh. uh, who I've tossed the idea around for a while of supporting in one way or another. Uh, so I was happy to uh, be able to do that. I thought that was really cool. How many followers do we need to have subscriptions? Oh, is there a, is there some sort of uh, thing there, with that? Yeah, there's criteria yeah. you need to meet to. You, you have to be a Twitch. Uh, what's the Twitch partner? Partner. 
you have to well, be. We certainly don't meet that criteria. <laughs> it's. Uh, I think there's a subscriber, but there's also amount of content that you do. Like you have to have like three set times per week where you stream. Mm. Oh my something god! Like that. Not happening. Nope. Three hundred. Uh, Riz says in the chat three hundred to four ish, three hundred to four hundred ish concurrent viewers per stream. So we got we got our work cut out for us. Boy, boy, do we. Ugh. That's right. We're more of a, an audio product, yep. right? Yep. We are. Yes. Because a very, very small percentage of our listenership watches on Twitch. Yes. So. But that's cool. So take advantage of that if you have Amazon Prime and if you if the, if there's somebody on Twitch yeah. that you like, help them out. I mean, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I can take my wife's Twitch Prime stuff for her Prime account. Yeah. Do I just tie my Twitch account to her Amazon Prime account? Okay. Yeah. Yep. I'll do that. That's it for me, Dan. Cool. All right. I got two nibble bits. Uh, The first one, Ubisoft has announced its next free game for its 30th anniversary celebration, which is going to be Beyond Good and Evil. Uh, A few days later, it was more or less confirmed that Ubisoft is working on Beyond Good and Evil 2. Uh, to get it, you just have to log into Uplay and download it uh, in, within the next month, and it will be yours. Corey, did you ever get the crew? I did not, no. Corey, come on. It's free games. Yeah, I've had You, uh, you got had it, Eric? With yeah, video games okay. in the last couple weeks. What do you mean? Just, yeah. Just, yeah. All right. Anyway. What's the matter? Anywho. Games suck. You had a bad, bad experiences again? No, not since Forza and that whole debacle. Last week was bad. Yeah. This week I'm on the rebound. Okay. All right, good. Hey, a, t- a good tug will sol- solve everything, right, Corey? Yes, yeah, <laughs> good really tug. Good. Have a good tug and uh, revisit it. Oh, good stuff. So, yeah, uh, if you don't have it, if you have a Uplay account, I'm get it. There's no reason not to, really. Uh, that's one I thought I had in my library, but I don't. So I will be I will be getting that one. I think that starts next week for Beyond Good and Evil. Uh, and then my next little bit. EA Sports recently conducted its simulation for the upcoming NHL season with the Nashville Predators defeating the Montreal Canadiens four games to two to win the Stanley Cup. Hey! hey. I shat myself I when I saw it. that. I can see it. It's not going to be with Pekka Rene, though. That's what, yeah. Well, that's what some a lot of people said uh, uh, when I read the comments on the article that um, Pecorino gets overpowered in uh, yeah. in the NHL games. So I would see that uh, Nashville, uh, who's obviously my team, uh, they won the President's Cup or President's Trophy with 110 points, uh, and Philip Forsberg won the Conn Smythe for playoff MVP, 26 points. Dang. Yeah. So I was very excited to see that. Just a little uh, little recognition. But it's funny, too, because of the whole uh, Subban-Weber trade um, yeah. with Weber going to Montreal and, and Subban coming over to play for Nashville. So that that's a whole other uh, wrinkle into that. That thing. would be a great series. That would for, be a great yeah, series. for that reason. Yeah, that would be a great series. It'd be better if Buffalo was in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a couple years, Eric. A couple years. A couple more years, you think? Goal, they need uh, goaltending. They sorted. do need goaltending, yeah. Uh, Laner, he's been hurt. He's good when he he's plays, right? But he's, yeah, he's always hurt. He got so. hurt the first game of the season last year. And missed a lot of time, right? Yeah. Most of the season? A good chunk of the year, absolutely. 
yeah, that's that's hard when you lose your starting goalie. Yeah. Uh, so how was your week, Eric? Uh, good. I won't talk about part of it because uh, part of it was addressed in feedback, so I'll discuss that then. Mm-hmm. Um, so really the only thing I think that I had to talk about was I, uh, I've been seeing stuff about this show on Netflix called Luke Cage, some Marvel. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of this superhero. So I had some time to myself the other night. I was like, eh, fuck it. I'm going to turn this show on, see what it's all about. Um, I actually really liked it. I only watched the first episode. I started the second one immediately, but I uh, had to stop watching. But uh, I really liked it. Luke uh-huh. Cage seems like an interesting dude. I like the actor. I'm into it. Yeah. Pretty cool. I've heard good things about that. Yeah, he's just kind of like a normal dude. And then all of a sudden, I, like I said, I didn't know anything about him. Uh, and I didn't look anything up ahead of time. So he just seemed like a normal guy that was jacked. And turns out he has, like, unbreakable skin and crazy strength. Uh, so it was pretty cool. And there there was – it was actually kind of a slow first episode, if I'm being honest. But I liked the characters and everything, so it didn't bother me. Um, but there was one fight scene in it, and it was really good. Nice. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to more of the ass-kicking from Luke Cage. Uh-huh. So, and I, I, you know, every time I watch one of these superhero things, I'm like, man, I really like superheroes. I just – I don't know. Yeah. Marvel stuff seems to be pretty good, too. Yeah, um, Netflix just keeps pumping it out. Yeah. And then I also watched a documentary um, called... It's about Amanda Knox. Do you guys know who that is? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know anything about the whole thing? A little bit. I used to know more about it back... I, fo- I followed it for a little bit. Okay. So, basically, she was uh, a student in Italy, I believe it was... And uh, shortly after she got to Italy, um, she met this guy, and the two of them were doing the dirty on the regular shortly thereafter. Yeah. And, uh, one day, her roommate got, like, violently murdered. Oh. And they pinned it on him and her. And it's just kind of the story behind it. Um, granted, my wife and I both fell asleep for a, probably a good 30, 45 minutes of it. Uh she seems like a fucking nut just in real life because they interview her on there. Uh-huh. She seems like she's got a few screws loose going on. Uh, so it wouldn't shock me if she did it. I'd have to watch it again, though, to watch the whole thing to really form an opinion. But my gut is telling me, and I've got a sizable gut, it's <laughs> telling me she's she's a nutty woman. Okay. So it's plausible that she could have done it. Yeah, yeah, she's... You, see, you know, you get that twinkle in an eye. and Oh, sure. Yeah. It's the old Courtney Love twinkle, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, I did, I did it. What are you going to do about it? Yeah. But nice. she, yeah, I won't, I actually, I'm not going to spoil it. Watch it for yourself. It was interesting. The only reason I fell asleep is because I do that with pretty much anything I watch, and it was getting late. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but I did enjoy what I watched of it, so. Uh-huh. And... I think that is about it for me for my weekend. Sounds good. What do you got, Corey? Well, speaking of TV shows, I'll uh, I'll endorse officially Westworld. Oh. Uh, watch the first episode. A new HBO show based on oh, Michael Crichton. Name? Michael Crichton. Yeah. Uh, was it originally a novel, right? Yeah, I think so. Or was it originally the movie that came out in the 70s? I think it was a, a novel first. Okay. Uh, based around the idea of artificial, an artificial intelligence sort of virtual reality world in which 
uh, wealthy people enter to fulfill their fantasies. Hmm. And I guess the, the best way to describe the setup for the Westworld TV show, which is a little bit different from the show, is that the artificial intelligence characters start to become somewhat self-aware and start to understand what's going on around them. So that's uh, that's the the setup for that show. Who is this redhead that is in this show? My goodness. In, in the main character, right? I don't know. There's a lot of big names in that show. Is she married to Marilyn Manson? I don't know anything about that. There's a picture of her with him. Uh, but anyway, it's really good. It's probably the best pilot episode of a TV show I've seen since the Game of Thrones pilot. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. High praise from Corey. So, yeah, very high praise. Uh, I'm very excited to find out where it goes. I actually started watching the movie right after I watched the TV show, uh, uh-huh. but, I fell, but I fell asleep. That seems to be the theme with us. I'm the Old same age, way. Man. I can't. I can't stay awake for when I'm playing video games. I can because I'm doing something. But when I'm just sit, sitting and watching something, I'm out like a light. Dan, you definitely have to watch Westworld. I know. Just knowing what you're into yep. and, and stuff like that, I think you you definitely need to watch it. Yeah. Is it about I think an hour? I'd like it? Uh, probably. Okay. I think you would. Yeah, I mean, there's it's, enough. It's, it's, it's even if you're not into the whole like science fiction aspect of it. There's w- enough like Western. really good performances uh, to to keep you going. Yeah, it's it's set up like uh, a Wild West. It's the people want to experience the Wild West and all the all yeah. the stuff that went down on there in the in the Wild. Well, West. I love the Wild West. Yeah, they actually use the sets from the Hateful Eight. Ooh. Oh. Uh, and shit, what was the other one? But I can't, I can't remember. But they said that they actually made because it's a virtual reality world. They made it look less authentic for this show, which makes sense. And if you watch it, you'll you'll understand. Huh. Uh, it's it's really good. Like great cast. Anthony Hopkins is in there, uh, just tearing it up. And what's his name? The Cyclops guy from uh, X Men. James Marsden. Uh, James Marsden. And who Harris. I norm- I normally, yeah, Ed Harris is in there, who I love. I normally have issues with James Marsden, but I think he's perfect for the the role that he plays. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's a really good show, and the I think the redhead it's... is Evan Rachel Wood. Oh, Evan Rachel Wood. I remember her from other things I've seen. Yeah, it's HBO's next hit for sure. I mean, unless the cool. second episode is really terrible, like the first episode, I really feel like is that good. Mm. Have to watch it. It's 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 awesome. I also went home this past weekend for our annual Paul Newman Memorial League Fantasy Draft. Uh, that was good fun. I got to meet the two twin nephews, uh-huh. which was nice. Um, uh, what else did I do? I didn't. I don't know. I didn't do much. I drank with one of my friends on Friday night. Uh, got a little messy. Did and... I see a Snapchat? Yeah, we were shooting guns. Okay, yep. That's <laughs> yeah. what it was. Yeah, I for Nothing. a second I was like, did I have a dream or was that real? Oh, that was real. He actually before I went over there, he sent me a photo of uh, a bottle of John Wayne whiskey, three shot glasses, and his pistol on a table. And if you were smart, you'd have turned right the fuck back around. Well, I sent that photo to my girlfriend, and I'm like, is this an invitation to to get murdered? And she's like, I do not want you going over there. You're it sounded going like to die. a game of Russian roulette waiting to happen. Yeah, 
so I went over there, and it was uh, it was a sloppy mess, and we shot the gun a lot. Nice. And uh, then I went home and woke up hungover because I do not drink liquor. I just, I don't know. If I drink liquor, I get a hangover. If I drink beer, I don't. And we drink liquor, so I was hungover on Saturday, and it sucked. But I cooked a bunch of snacks for our fantasy draft that Saturday night. I cooked three, or what was it called? Three cheese artichoke dip, not spinach artichoke. Three cheese artichoke dip. Uh, I made I made some muddy buddies. Ooh. Oh, muddy buddies! Yeah. Puppy chow, if you, you will. You made muddy know. buddies for my bachelor party, right? Probably. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. And I also made uh, Swedish meatballs. Nice. Yeah, so we had uh, some good snacks that night. Swedish and, meatballs uh, are one of the more underrated snacks, in my opinion. I, oh my I god! I love Swedish meatballs. Swedish meatballs and toothpicks, you're set. Yeah, yep. that's good stuff. You are set. Uh, but yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Oh, we did the we did the Super Mario Brothers maze. Uh, that was. Oh yeah. Actually went that? viral on a little thing called the internet. It was good. We let the dog lead us most of the way, <laughs> and she did not do very well. What an idiot! Uh, yeah, she's <laughs> your dogs are supposed to be good at this sort of thing. Her brain is like the size of a grape, so That's she, uh, yeah, she she kept leading us in the lo- wrong direction, even when we knew she was taking us in the wrong direction, which kind of made me wonder, like, why does she think? is the way to go that that's she's probably just so, smell something and is like hey i wonder yeah. wonder what's over here don't you yeah. think that often though like what the hell is the dog thinking yeah yeah it's like uh that movie up where you want that collar that yeah. translates <laughs> thinking bird i want to she... know what my dog was thinking at 2 30 in the morning last night little bastard is, is that uh-huh. the poop or pee I don't think so. He never does. I, I'm thinking it's uh, he needs to get his balls chopped off. Oh, uh, it's that time. Yeah, it's about that about time. six about six months. So we took him at six months, and they told us they wanted to wait, if possible, till twelve or I'm sorry, ten months, because they said for larger breeds it's healthier for them. But uh, I don't. Yeah. He's not going to be as big as um, I think they anticipated. So okay, I think we're gonna probably do it pretty soon. But yeah. boy, what a pain in the ass he was being. Yes, rip his balls off, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know what? Maybe I have a rubber band around here. Put him in his place. Yeah. Say, hey, you wake me up at 2.30, I take your balls. <laughs> this is what happens. I'm going to get, I got your balls. Nice. <laughs> I got your balls. Come get him. <laughs> Our um, dog was actually spayed at two months. Yeah, oh, that's, wow. that's not good. Yeah. No. She doesn't even know if she was a boy or a girl, does she? No. I mean, it was a back alley Alabama spaying. Wow, sure. absolutely. Probably uh, protesters throwing buckets of blood at her when she went to get spayed. Poor little dog. Yeah. But, uh, hmm. yeah, no, that that was my week. Um, I feel like I did so many other interesting things, but I just can't remember them right now. I finished the Ken Dryden book. That was good. Oh, yeah, I wasn't on last week. That's why I'm thinking about all this stuff now. Oh, I started watching Rick and Morty. Finally. Finally, sat down in devoted time to Rick and Morty. What do you think? It's awesome. You got to watch it, Dan. Yeah, I've gotten that that recommendation from a few people, especially somebody who really appreciates like Futurama and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's better. Th- I think it's better than Futurama. How dare you? Yeah, it's really good. You. Nice, really good. Okay. Uh, so me, 
uh, I got myself an ultra wide monitor. I've been having my eye on an ultra ultra wide monitors for a while now. Uh, I've had a lot of computers to build the past couple weeks, so I had extra cash laying around. And one of the ones I had been watching for a while uh, went on sale for 150 beans. It was an LG 25 inch uh, ultra wide, so I I bought it. Um, just you know, uh, for shits and giggles, it, it was kind of an imp- impulse buy, but but not really. Uh, because I had been, like I said, researching and 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 wanting to buy one for a while, so I got it home. I got it a few days later. Uh, set it up, uh, and I researched ahead of time with my graphics card, like what kind of frame rates I would expect for for certain kind of games, because uh, it has to render like one third more pixels than uh, like a standard ultra wide or, or a standard uh, widescreen monitor. So it does. You do get a little bit of a performance hit. So I, I hooked it up and started playing some games. I think I started with Forza Horizon, uh, and it ran like absolute garbage. And I was like, "Oh great, I just dropped 150 bucks on this, and now I'm gonna have to like get a new graphics card or something to to you know alleviate the the stress on mine." Um, but uh, you know, I figured I would tinker around with it a little bit more. Uh, so I played a few other games. Still wasn't getting good good frame rates, good for performance. Um, but I I have a program called msi afterburner that i used to overclock my graphics card and I noticed that the temperature wasn't going up at all usually like when i would play a demanding game on it like the witcher 3 uh, my graphics card would be at like 78 degrees centigrade and it was only about 50 uh despite be having to do that much more work so um i thought that was a little weird so i i hit google uh and decided a driver uninstall and then reinstall was was probably the issue uh so i don't know if you've ever done this Corey. uh ddu i downloaded dd a program called ddu to fully wipe your old drivers out um it reboots your computer into safe mode uh so it doesn't use anything uninstalls the drivers and then you know logs it logs you back into to regular mode and i downloaded the drivers directly from the nvidia website and uh voila why ultra ultra widescreen gaming at high frame rates uh it's absolutely gorgeous now uh i tried a bunch of different games if i should say it fixed all my performance issues that i was having with forza i talked about that a couple like was it last week when we did the forza episode Mm -hmm. um i was having a ton of frame rate issues and and drops and stutters and stuff it fixed all that so now i'm running it in like medium settings on, on an ultra wide uh i played what did i play i tried rocket league in ultra wide, Eric. Wow! I think. You, oh my God! It's unbelievable. You have Does it such do a like a fisheye effect a little bit, or yeah, you have such a wide like angle of view. It's unbelievable. Like it's almost like you have no blind spots on your sides. You have so oh my much, God, that so much like view. Something I need. Yeah, it's it, it's amazing. So um, I need to take my game to the next level. Yeah, uh, I was I was I was shocked at how how much I could see on the screen. Uh, even stuff that like cars that were like kind of side right next to me, you could kind of like see the front of. It was great. Um, nice. So yeah, like like I said, I only got a small one. Uh, it the vertical height is a little smaller than I expected because only only twenty five inch diagonal. So um, it's it's squished a little bit, but it's like super long. I I freaking love it. The colors are a lot better uh, than my old Asus monitor that I got for like a hundred bucks when I built my computer. So it's uh. It's amazing. I tried, yeah, I tried that. I tried Civ Five, um, obviously Forza, uh, and I played Deus Ex on it, and they all ran great and looked great. Uh, I overclocked my graphics card by quite a bit too, just to make up for the extra 
extra pixels that I needed to render. Are uh, you insane? The membrane? Yeah. How it, much was this monitor? 150. Dang. Yeah. I paid like $300 for my monitor. Yeah. Well, you got a 27 inch. The 29 inch, because I wanted to get the 29 inch. I, I actually knew that the one I was going to get was a little squished vertically because that was one of the number one complaint for the monitor that I got. Uh, but I, I knew that going in, so I wasn't shocked when I got it, and it was a little more squished than I anticipated. Uh, but the 29 inches were like 300, uh, and I just couldn't I couldn't spend that extra 150 bucks on uh, on a 29 inch. The one I want to get is uh, the Acer X34. It's a 34 inch ultra wide. Uh, it's 1440p and it's curved. Yeah, I was gonna say curved display. That's what I want. Uh, but it's 12... that's the hot rod of mine. Yeah, that's it's twelve hundred bucks for that monitor. No so. thanks. <laughs> if the I was monitor su- is like one of the things I'm looking to cut corners on. Oh really? Oh, it makes a it makes a huge difference though. Like like I said, the colors are so much better on this one. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Because uh, it's an IPS monitor. The other one, the old one that has just like a crappy LED monitor. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the the color and clarity is just unbelievable. So. Yeah, I freaking love it. I, I'm glad I can run, like like I said, I was able to run Deus Ex. Uh, mostly at 60 frames, I get the occasional drops like I did before, but um, on, on higher settings than I expected. So, yeah, it was a great, great investment. Um, yeah, I also started downloading other games to play that have... Because tw- the, the main issue that you have with the ultra-wides is support for it. Because yeah. not all games support the 21 by 9 resolution. Um, so I downloaded a bunch of the ones that do, and we'll try. Aren't that there utilities point. though that that yeah work to open that up in games? Like, yep. Uh, what's that one? There's it's widescreen wide fixer. fixer or something like yep. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I want to like play Mass Effect in in ultra wide, you know. Yeah. So, but I, I was I was surprised by the number of like modern games that have twenty one by nine support. Uh, it's cool. But yeah, I think Eric would would salivate over Rocket League on ultra wide. Oh yeah, baby! It's, it's beautiful, beautiful. And I guess with the all the the curved ones that you know, any any reviewers that I said or that I've read have said that they like hug your face a little bit. That's the that's the the feeling you get in your brain that it's just like you know, giving your yeah. face face a little hug. So maybe someday I'll have one of those. Oh my kid. Twelve hundred bucks for monitors a lot, but you need a face hug, Dan. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, for my for my ultra wide thirty four inch monitor. Gotcha. Uh, and then the other thing, I mean, you know, twin stuff. I probably get like four hours of sleep a night now. Um, and then when I during the day, like it's constant treadmill cleaning. You know, it's that type of situation where uh, you run really fast on the treadmill to try to get caught up, but then you get really tired. You fall back behind on the cleaning and house stuff that needs to be done. Yeah. So uh, a lot of caffeine. Now would be the time to try the bulletproof coffee. But I did try the. I I got to get all the stuff for it. That's the the thing. Borrow it from Will. Uh, maybe I'll borrow enough for like one batch. Yeah. Buy uh borrow enough for two, because one can be an anomaly. Okay. Two, you have a better idea. Gotcha. Well, I've got already got coconut oil. It's not the MXT coconut oil. But I tried on Eric's recommendation after the podcast last week. I tried the Pizza Hut grilled cheese oh, yeah. pizza. Uh, it's excellent. Nice. It tasted like 
the crust tasted like if you have you guys ever had cheese bread oh yeah uh, have i ever had cheese <laughs> of, of course uh well yeah for listeners that maybe haven't had it it's cheese breads like bread with like cheddar cheese baked into it the crust on that tastes exactly like the crust on cheese bread that's that's the the taste the flavor that i got um it's really really good i don't usually like crust on pizza but it was fantastic oh yeah uh yeah i I went right over when we got done and and got that (laughs) so all right uh anything else take a quick break Yes, please. Pee break. All right. Uh, We'll be back in just a minute. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 272 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. Uh, We are now in what we played. Uh, Corey, you want to go first since you were not last week? Not prepared. What did I play? I don't know. Uh, Enderall. Oh, yeah. I played uh, about four more hours of Enderall today. Got by that one part? Yeah, I did. Um, I So the reason I kept dying at this one part was there was this mage who stood up on a rock and would fire these lightning bolts at me that would just kill me instantly no matter what my health was. So I, I kind of planned ahead and went up to the rock, killed the enemies prior to this one enemy spawning. Uh, so when I killed them all, the one enemy that kept killing me spawned right next to me, and I just froze them and started attacking them. So I worked around it. Uh, I got through it. And uh, I'm still going with Enderall. And you guys, you, you need to play it. I keep saying it, but you're not, you haven't, and you're not going to play it. I did play it, actually. Why do I? Oh! Well, you played it. Oh, it was a while ago. You, you played it a while. Yeah, yeah it was, it was wow. four hours a while ago. Um, It's really good. And I took more screenshots today of, like, the adventures I was having, and I wanted to, to send them to you guys, but I knew you just... You know, you'd poop Corey, I would, I would have supported that. Not, not care. So I like I looking. You, I like looking at pretty screenshots. It's such a good game. It's such a good story. It's, it's, it's awesome. Um, and I'm glad. Like I've been having an issue playing games recently, uh, and I'm glad I have this awesome story-driven game uh, that is a free mod that I didn't pay a penny for through Skyrim. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Just talk like, about I'm, budget gaming. Talk about budget gaming. I'm playing a, a game that I absolutely adore that was totally free. Yeah. So it's good well, stuff. I mean, somebody had to buy Skyrim for you to play it. Oh, it, it's my Skyrim. Okay. I, I bought. I, I think it was a Steam Summer Sale Skyrim Legendary Edition a few years ago. It was only like five or ten dollars or something. Yeah. So. That's where that came from, and I have no mods running on Enderall because it doesn't need them. It's pretty enough without them. But yeah, it does. It, it does look really good. It's it's definitely there's more um, like flora diversity, especially yes. than in Skyrim. Yep. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and there's characters like I'm entertained by, and like I just I go to the pub and just hang out at the pub because there's enough going on that you can just do that. It's crazy. You guys need to play Enderall. I hope to get back to it. We'll see. Is it coming out for PS4 anytime soon? No, I don't think it will ever come to consoles. Because it needs the script extender. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it uses SKSE. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. 
Uh, I also played... What did I play? Um, uh, oh, Eric, Rocket League. My question about Rocket League. I haven't played Rocket League in a very long time, but mm. I was at my girlfriend's brother's apartment the other day, and he was playing, and he got a chest drop. Ah, <laughs> yeah. That you can you need to spend money to open. Yep. That's microtransaction. Like yeah. Okay. So you can just be playing and you get this chest, but you cannot open it unless you pay a dollar fifty to open it. Uh, yeah, that's my understanding. And when you open it, you get. You cosmetic. get a random, you could get a skin, uh, like, they, they're all rare, so you could get, like, a cosmetic skin or a betrayal, you know, things okay. like that. He, uh, the one thing they showed was awesome-looking, like, Tron tires. Yeah. LED. Yeah, they oh, look yeah. awesome. I got pixelated fire coming out the ass of my car now. From one of those crates? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're trying to talk him into it. Uh, but our contrarian friend was like, no, 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 it's not guaranteed what's in the what box. What do you mean it's not guaranteed? No. So there's like, I don't know, say 10 things in the box, 10 to 15 things in the box. You get one of them. You are guaranteed something. One thing from those 10 yeah. or 15 things in the box. Yeah. Right. And they show you all the 10 or 15 things that could be. They show you all of them and it just does like a lottery roll through. That's dangling, so could, that's could... dangling the carrot right there. Oh, that, yeah, baby. That is akin to gambling. Whatever. So, so... You don't have they, to do it. Right. They show you all the things you could get, they and you have to spend $1.50 to get one of them. Yeah. What? And there's no way to do it without spending real-world currency? No. Okay. I don't... I mean, I... Do you see that it's, as a problem? It's not a new phenomenon. That's what Counter Strike does. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't see it as a problem. Um, it just kind of threw me off seeing like it in. Rocket, I love it. You know, I think like, it's great. Uh, yeah. Tito in the chat says the keys you buy, the money goes directly towards tournament prize pools, and if you don't like it, you can turn the crates off entirely. But what's the incentive to turn them off entirely? You don't want to pay for them, so you don't see them. You just don't see them. That's yeah. the incentive. Hmm. I like... Okay, so I like that this exists, but I wish there was a way to do it without spending real-world money. Why? If, like, if you got a, a key after gaining a certain amount of levels or something, like... Yeah, yeah, like, there was a way to unlock those crates in-game without spending external currency. I mean, yeah... Fair enough, but whatever. I like uh, I like their their explanation for why they don't have daily challenges though, because they want your rewards to be intrinsic, getting better at Rocket League rather than yeah, you know, getting something towards getting a crate physical. I really I really like that explanation, and I think that makes a lot of sense for for a game like Rocket League. Uh, I just wish there was a way to to crack open these crates without having to spend real world money because some of that stuff is so cool but I know I will never spend real world money on it I like that the money goes towards the prize pools for tournaments too that's yeah the devs not just pocketing it and using it for hookers and blackjack right well a lot of MOBAs do that same kind of thing yeah. too is they have uh, in game stuff you can buy with real world money yep. that goes to the prize pools so I mean that all makes sense like I said I just wish there was a way to crack those puppies open without having to spend uh, 
$1.50 of my I real think, world money. I think next time I get one, I have to buy more keys. Can you get a bunch of them for a discount? Yeah, I got five keys, I think, for five bucks. Okay. Uh -huh. yep. So that's my question about Rocket League. I also played a game called The Curious Expedition, which is a small little indie game that came out this past month. Um, I only played, like, an hour of it, so I, I'm, I'm not going to do it justice, but the way it's set up, it's all, like, point and click. There's no kind of twitch gameplay kind of stuff uh you are one of six i think explorers and you're competing with these other explorers to have the most for lack of a better word prestige points uh and you're going on these expeditions i think or maybe it's only four explorers and six expeditions you're going on you're competing with four other explorers on six expeditions to bring home the most like renown points or whatever it's called and you earn renown points by bringing back uh, artifacts and stuff like that but you're going to real world locations and it's all like the hex grid sort of like Civ 5 uh, and each turn is like one square and you go to a square and you can explore it you have uh, inventory one of the things you need to get around are shovels so if you're like crossing or I'm sorry rope if you're crossing like water or mountains you need a certain amount of rope uh, so you can only get so far within an expedition before you run out of resources. Insanity is also a resource. So you need to balance your like the health of your party with your sanity and figure out, like, okay, I can go this far and do this and explore this and all that stuff without sacrificing my party. Um, and then once you reach that point where you've only explored so much, so much you need to leave your expedition and go back to the mother country, which I think is England or London or some European country, uh, with what tr little treasure you have and try to compete with all the other fellow explorers. But the explorers are historical figures that don't, are like sort of anachronistic, like out of time. I forget who I was, but I was, I was competing against like Mary Curry in uh, like old Marie, 1400s. Mary Curie wasn't an explorer, she was a scientist. Exactly. That's weird. Right. Yeah, it's <clears throat> weird historical figures that they just kind of. Oh, oh, I see. Just historical figures. Okay. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I forget who I was. I can't remember now. But that's like pretty much all I gathered from it, and I was so bad at it that I would just run around. My sanity would be zero. All my teammates would die. And I would get on the boat to go back and just like gift all the artifacts I got to the crown or whoever to get the most renowned points and I still came in second to last place so uh, there's definitely a learning curve there and I I haven't figured out the whole game but I feel like once you do figure it out there's a pretty deep game there for um, us uh, like a, a small indie type of thing you know mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot going on a lot going on with a little Nice. But like I said, I only played like one hour of uh, of expeditions. So are are you going to go back to it? Uh, probably. I don't know. It's tough. I, like I'm just so hooked on Enderall right now and playing through Enderall that I don't I don't know. I've just not had a good time with games recently. I've, since last week with the whole Forza debacle, trying to play Forza. And uh, what else happened that week? Oh, I, I tried to play more Enderall and just had so many issues. I don't know. 
Like, I'm just not in a good place with games right now. Mm-hmm. So I just take the... I, I accept the first game that accepts me, right. and I just go with it. <laughs> nice. It'll, it'll be Civ 6 before too long, huh? Well, I don't know. Well, let's hope. Uh, Firaxis let me down with XCOM 2, so... Oh, that's right. Yeah, but it's not Civ, you know? Yeah, we'll see. It's coming right up, October 21st. Yeah, what is it, two weeks? It comes out Friday, two right? <laughs> it's uh... it's smart that they have it come out on Friday, because otherwise people would miss work the next day. A lot of people 21st would Plus, it's right after payday, baby. Nice. 21st is a Friday, and get this, my girlfriend is leaving on the 21st and not coming back. Until Sunday the twenty third. Wow! And I have that weekend off, so I could literally play Civ for like forty eight hours straight. Nice. Damn! Twenty first. Oh shit! Yeah, I'm not gonna be able to play much. Ain't that a bitch? It happens. All right. Did you play anything else, Corey? I don't think so. All right, Eric. Let's hear about. Uh... What's the mode called? The Journey? The Journey, yes. Let's hear about The Journey. In FIFA 17. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I was bored one night, and I was thinking about trying The Journey, finally, because uh, I liked my first impression of it from EA Access. So I fired her up, and uh, lo and behold, you can actually pick your Premier League team. It doesn't have oh. to be Manchester United. Oh, that's good. It just has to be a Premier League team. Uh-huh. So... I thought to myself, do I want to pick, and they ask you this question in the game too, like there's the whole, st- the whole backstory. Um, you're this kid who his grandfather and his father, both were professional soccer players, uh, but his father ran into some troubles and you know, that kind of thing went from there. Um, but it asks you, do you want to play for like a really established big team where it's going to be harder to get into the lineup or do you want to play for, you know, a smaller team where you probably could play a bigger role sooner? So I ended up picking um, Leicester, the team that won the championship last year because uh-huh. they're they're not a big team. They just kind of got lucky, I guess. Um, and I picked – you can pick to play on either left wing, right wing, striker, or center attacking mid. So I picked center attacking mid knowing that they have, like, a really good right winger and a striker. Um, so I was like, you know, I have a pretty good shot at getting into the lineup as a center attacking mid. So uh, it, I, the story is pretty cool. I was hooked on it from the second I started playing. I was up until 1230 at night playing it the, the first night I played it, which is really late for me. Um, but, like, there's some twists in the in the, in the the story where, uh, they sign a player at one of your positions uh, from another club, and so it kind of puts you down the pecking order. Uh, you also have, like, a best friend that you grew up with who signs for the same team as you, and that turns into another storyline. Um, so your performances kind of base uh, whether you get into the start starting lineup or not, and I was doing shitty, so they ended up loaning me out. <laughs> which happens in real life. They lo- they loaned me out to uh, to a lower-level team. So, like, you have interviews with the managers and stuff like that, and they tell you how you're doing, and they, they like, sat me down and, like, listen, you know, uh, don't we don't want you to be down on things, but, you know, we think it's best if you go out on loan and get a lot of playing time. So 
they gave me three choices of teams to pick from uh, in the championship, which is the level below uh, the Premier League. So I ended up going with um, probably the lowest of the three just to ensure that I got playing time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked uh, Norwich, the Canaries, uh-huh. Norwich City. And uh, I fucking love the journey mode. It's so nice. fun. My only complaint is that the time goes way too fast. So games feel like they're over way quicker than they should be. So, like, you get rated on a scale of 10 in a game. So, like, if I make a bad pass, you start you start out at 6.0, right? So if I make a bad pass, that drops me down to 5.9. If I make a good pass, that takes me back up to 6, but not always. It's a little bit inconsistent. Um, sometimes you'll get marked off for things you probably really shouldn't. Um... And sometimes maybe you don't get credit for things as much as you should. Um, but all in all, it's I think it's fairly accurate with, with how you do. Um, I think I picked a pretty tough position to play. Um, and that partly is because of the camera angle, which you can change, but I'm trying to go through it. Um, but man, I just love playing. You, can, you choose whether you want to play as one player or play as the whole team. I always choose to just play as the one player. I think it's really fun. Uh, trying to just run around the field and get into good spaces and uh, trying to win the ball back. Um, there's like there's there's not a tremendous amount to it other than like just the story bits and um, playing the games. You do do training to upgrade your skills. It gets to be a little bit tedious after a while because it, it gets to a point where you're like okay, I just kind of want to play in the games. Yeah. And you can <laughs> simulate the training, but you have to go into a menu to do it. And I wish you could just simulate it right from the the main set of menus other than having to, to go into a separate thing uh, that would kind of streamline things a little bit um, but man it's a fucking blast and I really enjoy it quite a bit a lot more than I thought I would and I didn't I really didn't think I was going to give a shit about this mode at all yeah. when they announced it but uh, I was wrong because I love it nice so. Well, that's cool. I mean, it adds that much more value to FIFA. It's something else you're, oh, you know, God, yeah. you're willing, to, willing to play. And, like, it's it's so great. Like, I care so much about how I do in the games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I want to get back up to the Premier League, and I care so much about, like, how I'm performing. And, like, if I make a bad pass and I get docked points, I'm like, son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, I don't score many goals because I didn't pick the striker role. But, so when I do score a goal, it's, it's just, like, the the best uh like you make you make a great run into the penalty box and like i got a ball crossed into me earlier today and i hit it like first touch and score and it was it was just so great so good but really at least for me i really really care about like what's happening with my character i guess Uh so nice it's really neat yeah that's really all i played it's FIFA 17, I think. I played a little bit of Rocket League. Uh, got back into that. Had a little time. Still the best game ever. Nothing new there. Oh, I played the Aquadome map. Oh. The new one. It just came out on the 4th. It's awesome. Uh-huh. It's such a cool-looking map. I mean, there's not really much else to say about it other than it looks awesome. Uh, it looks very, very Bioshocky, as okay. advertised. But, nice. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's it for me. Uh, so I played quite a bit more Forza Horizon. Uh, I still absolutely love that game. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, I want to say I'm like maybe 50% through like the, the story mode. 
Okay. Um, the story mode unlocks as you get more followers and unlock more of your uh, upgrade your event centers or whatever. Uh, so I, I think I'm about halfway through. Um, but it's definitely a game I'll beat. And I'll probably continue to play because every time you you level up one of your event centers, it adds that much more stuff to do on your map. So, like, my map is just filled with, with all these different things to do. So, um, but, yeah, it's so, such you. a good uh, – exactly. It's, it's that, you know, checklist. Like, oh, I need to go to this yeah. one and check that one off and go to this one and check that one off. Dan, um, I lied. I did play a little more Forza. Okay. I thought, I thought we had talked about it. Yeah, uh, I ended up picking the Outback for my first uh, expansion yeah um and that's about where i stopped so i didn't play too awful much more gotcha i was trying to beat this uh speed trap forever Uh uh-huh so that took up quite a bit of my playtime. yeah uh but i didn't i did end up beating it i tried to uh, oh i remember what happened i tried to invite you to play online that's right you hadn't gotten to that point online unlocked yet yeah because i was Uh, like i do now okay that's good we should we should definitely try it Uh, because i was like what what I th- this is supposed to be easy. Like how, how I'm like, why is this not working? And I've, I tinkered with it for a few minutes. And I was like, ah, screw it. I don't know what I'm doing. <clears throat> and then continued on. But yeah. Uh, what a great game. Can't say enough yeah. good things about that. Especially now that I have it running like almost perfectly. It's, it's such a great experience. Uh, and then I played some Deus Ex. I played a little Civ too, but nothing really to talk about. Civ five. Um, Deus Ex. I want to finish Deus Ex. I've, it's been uh, lingering over me. Uh, you know, it kind of just got shoved to the side because of all the all the other games I've been playing and stuff. So I'm really going to work on that one. I hope to have it beaten by uh, when Gears of War comes out next week. Was Are it you t- getting Gears? I think so, yeah. I wasn't so going to, sense. but yeah. I wasn't going to, but I, I do think I am going to get it. Buy yourself a new video card and you get it for free. Yeah, I would love to buy a four hundred dollar video card to get a sixty dollar game for free. Well, it would save you three hundred. You'd be down to three forty, and you'd save uh, sixty bucks. I don't have that kind of. I just bought a monitor. I can't buy a new graphics card too. What's your problem buying a monitor? <laughs> uh, I didn't think I needed it either until I actually got it. And like I said, the quality of the colors and sharpness of the monitor is unbelievable compared to my yeah. uh, you know my other one's fine there's nothing wrong with it but it was just a, it was a cheap monitor when I bought it f- what, four years ago or whatever it was um so yeah so yeah I hope to finish Deus Ex it's hard because uh I've slept so little that you know when I even, when I do have time to play video games at night I'm like man I could just like this hour I spend on video games I could be sleeping and maybe I'll feel like decent tomorrow Instead of uh, sleepwalking through the whole day, like I have been, you know. How are the boys sleeping at night, Dan? Uh, great, actually. They've they've been sleeping really well, but we have to get up every we have to feed them every three hours. Mm. So it's it's waking up. Uh, so yeah, say we feed them at ten at night, put them to bed, and then you know one o'clock is when we would feed them next. Uh, so we start a little bit before that because we got to make the bottles and prepare everything, uh, and it takes half an hour. 45 minutes um so you know that cuts into sleep so you're you know you're looking at like two hours by the time they're fed and everything and and you get settled down it's two hours until you need to wake up to do it again so god and that's been since since marco came home uh 
Yeah. It was shorter when he, when just he was home because, you know, it was just one one little guy to feed the bottle. But, yeah. Dang. But at least they're good sleepers. Like, my other two yeah. kids were terrible sleepers, so I can't imagine if these two were bad sleepers, too. I just, we just wouldn't sleep at all instead of interrupted sleep. I can't even imagine. I was livid at the dog yesterday. <laughs> livid yeah i mean it's a little different like uh, it sucks when your alarm goes off but it's a little different than a surprise wake up from a random event happening in your house you know yeah because i I go to bed knowing that i've got to get up again in two hours and then you know when the alarm goes off you're like ah shit but you know you knew it was coming so uh so that's that yeah hopefully i can finish uh a day i really really love it still so whoops um i think that's everything right what we played what we played yeah i believe so okay my my brain is like 50 percent functional oh too. i didn't talk about outlast 2 oh yeah, yeah go ahead uh just briefly i played the outlast 2 demo which is available on steam uh-huh. uh nine gigabyte download i did it and i played it and it only took 20 minutes <laughs> to get through the demo uh i don't know it's outlast if you're into scary jump scares and shit like that, like you'll like Outlast. The setup for this one, uh, you have a... I don't remember too much about the first one, but in Outlast 2, you are like a documentary filmmaker and you have a camera with yeah. night vision. Yep. Uh, and that's how you kind of see. And sometimes you have to turn that off because your battery's going to die. So there's like that factor of... Uh, you know, you want to do that that balancing act of uh, being able to see with through your camera and like saving the battery. So sometimes you have to walk through darkness a little bit. Sometimes you want to have your camera on. Um, I don't love scary movies or scary games like that. Um, I think they're more exploitative than anything else. You know, like the jump scares. See what I liked about I don't know. the. It just doesn't go ahead. What I liked about the original Outlast was that it wasn't all jump scares. There was okay. a few jump scares, but there was also a few other things. There was like the ambiance was scary. Yeah. There was also uh, the feeling of being hunted, which is is right. different. Uh, there's there was a few other things going on. There was the occasional jump scare, uh, but also being chased was another yep. not, was another thing that you had to be afraid of and would really get you get you frightened and get the adrenaline going when you were playing it. So there are definitely the chases in the Outlast 2 demo. Uh-huh. But uh, I've heard people complaining about the Outlast 2 demo because it's not as, uh, like, environmentally-wise, it's not as twisted as the past games, and maybe that's what you're talking about a little bit. It's okay. not all jump scares. Like, it's, it's sort of like an eerie setting. Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't feel like Outlast 2, at least the demo really captured that aspect of it it was all sort of jump scares there was gotcha. a good bit where you're running through a cornfield and there's a guy chasing you with a flashlight and that was kind of terrifying yeah okay um, that sounds awful yeah but other than that <laughs> it, de- it definitely does imagine that in vr huh that's just it i i said that vr is gonna make take these these scary games to a whole whole new level yeah <laughs> if I was into horror games, I feel like this would be a definite buy. Um, it, it scared me. Don't get me wrong, you know. And and what I played was okay, but I, I based on what I saw in the demo, I would never spend money. Sure, Outlast do. I'll be interested to see because I really liked Outlast. Uh, I played it all in one sitting too, uh, and when I got done, my nerves were shot. I felt like I had been awake for like four days. I was so 
so scared and beat by the end of it. It was, it was Fuck that game. <laughs> I watched Eric play it. Drop my. I, I was watching on my tablet and I dropped it on my face during one, right. during one of the jump scares because I was laying on my bed with it up above me. <clears throat> I will say it's very nice to have demos of games again, though. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're mildly interested, play the demo. Yeah, maybe I will. Okay. Uh, feedback. Yes. Hit it, Daddy O. We'll do. Uh, All right. This is from Idaho Jake who says, Hey, guys, I've been in a funk. I just haven't been wanting to play any games, and it sucks. So I decided to start working on my backlog. I am starting with Far Cry Primal and am enjoying it a lot. I really want Mafia 3 and Watch Dogs 2, uh, but I want to hear what you guys have to say about them. And also, money is tight. Now for the Idaho Jake question of the week. What is your favorite Halloween costume you have ever worn? One year I went as Skeletor, my wife was a sorceress, and my son went as He-Man. Thanks, guys, and carry on. What did his son go as? Uh, He-Man. Oh, okay. Skeletor, the sorceress, and He-Man. Okay, so Hmm. Mafia 3 or Watch Dogs 2? Corey and I actually answered this uh, on Twitter today, but... I think my my opinion is, uh, without seeing reviews, I think both of these games are games you should probably wait for reviews for. Um, but solely based off of what what we've seen, I would say Mafia Three. Uh-huh. I think it's a cooler setting for yeah. sure. That was also my rec- recommendation. Uh, just based on literally nothing other than my own interest, Mafia Three would get the bid. But uh, I've heard good things. Uh, especially from like the IGN crew with the PlayStation Beyond and and that that whole shtick uh, from them, like they they're they're really high on um, Watch Dogs Two and they're also really high on Mafia Three. So yeah, I always feel like their reasons for being high on um, Watch Dogs Two, I'm like, well, I guess. Well, I, one I of guess the, I don't get it. One of their biggest approvals for that game is the setting, uh, which is San Francisco. Which is where they live, right. so they get a, a lot out of that. Which I can totally relate to because uh, having you know lived in New York for three years or whatever, uh, video games and and even movies that take place in New York, I obviously get a little bit more out of because I know the locations, I know what they're talking about, I know the like the division, the in, right? I know the inside jokes and you know all that kind of stuff going on with that kind of stuff. So I can I can totally understand that uh, aspect of it, but. Both those games do sound really good on paper, and like I said, I've I've heard nothing but good things about both of them so far. Yeah. So, just reading uh, just some some stuff today about Mafia Three, um, people seem to think the gameplay and story are pretty good, but it's got a lot of technical buggy issues. Oh, okay. So you may want to just hold off till uh, that stuff gets squared away. Anyway, I read a preview of Watch Dogs Two that was really 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 singing its praises. Saying that it took everything from the original Watchdogs that people didn't like and, and improved upon it and fixed or removed whatever issues were there. So, cool. yeah, but and I'm, I'm also seems to believe in it too. So, yeah. I'm also of the mindset that I prefer the setting and, and setup of Mafia Three, though. Uh, definitely, it's definitely more interesting to me. So, but yeah, I, I think we we all agree. It's a wait and see on those two games. I think favorite Mafia... costume. Oh yeah, go ahead. 
I think mine, uh, and this was in grade school, early grade school, I think. We had when you had costume parades. Uh huh. You remember? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a dining room table. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> my mom had this big cardboard box and cut out a space in the middle of it where I was, and put like table settings around each side. That's awesome. I it was, yeah, I thought it was cool. Corey? That's the best, best I got. <laughs> Damn. Um, okay, so I got, a, I got a couple. I can remember very vaguely being super young and uh, our mother making pillows uh, in the shape of turtle shells that so was, we could be the Ninja Turtles. That was going to be mine. That was mine. Uh, I, was in, yeah. I was in first grade, uh, and I was Donatello. And yeah, our mom made our turtle shells, and she made our costumes. Like when we were when we were younger, always uh, she and, made our costumes and did a really good job on them. And yeah, our turtle shells were were yeah green green pillows with the turtle, you know, uh, look on the back of it. And I think was it suspenders that 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 or like did she make them like a backpack that we hung over? Yeah. I don't remember how they were attached to our costume, but yeah, that was definitely my favorite costume. If you were in first grade, I was not even in school yet, so my my recollection is not as good as yours. Yeah, that was two years before we started our bromance, Dan. I know, that was a long time ago. I've always half-assed my my costumes. Um, oh God, me too. So it, you know what I've done for years? What's that? I wore a gynecologist oh, yeah. smock that said yeah. Doctor Seymour Bush on it. Yeah, That's and right. carried around Q-tips. Yeah, I mean, I was I one one year I wore a sweater and slacks and was Bill Gates. Um, that's the kind of costumes. <laughs> you had a good I one one year when I had a Halloween party. You and you and Val both did. You were um, characters from Heroes, I think. Oh yeah, I was uh, Hero Nakamura, and she was yeah. um, Claire Futurama. We were yeah, we were Fry oh. and Leela from Futurama too. One year. Yeah, that was a really good setup. But once and again, it was Dan. they were easy costumes. What? One year we were Mario and Luigi, right? Yeah, we were. We yeah, were Mario. we were. What, I was in third or fourth grade, maybe, when we did Mario and Luigi. That was so long ago. I think, what was I Mario? No, I couldn't. I would have been taller than you, so I had to have been Luigi. Honestly, you I don't You were taller remember. than Corey at one point? I was, way back <laughs> in the day. Dan's three years older than me. I, I just remember the hats. That's all I remember. And yeah. I, we probably still have them somewhere. Oh, I'm sure. Mother didn't throw them out. One year I was uh, <laughs> one year I was Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. Oh, hell yeah. And once again, Mom made an amazing Scorpion costume. Nice. I think I was in like fourth grade when, when I was Scorpion. Uh, I had a good Forrest Gump costume that Mom made. I had a stupid-looking suit. Costume. And I had a buzz cut and like a, a box of chocolates that I carried. A pair of sneakers. <laughs> nice. That's great. There was that. Uh, oh, recently I love my Hobbit costume, which yeah. you guys have probably oh, yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good I have, one. Like Frodo Baggins with a ring hanging around his neck t shirt, which is like a Woot t shirt at one point. But I also have like a fro wig and I wear like flip flops and I tie uh, glue hair to my feet. Mm hmm. Uh, God, so that's it's too bad you can't just borrow my feet. <laughs> I got a little bit of hair on my toes, but not not enough to notice unless you're you're up close. You'd swear I was a hobbit if you only looked at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We're uh, 
we're trying to figure out this Halloween though. We we've got a costume for the dog. It's like the Pope Miter. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh yeah. The hat yeah. with the cross on it and like a robe. We're gonna put her in like robes and that hat on her head. That'll look good on her with her color yeah. and everything. Yeah, I think yeah. that'll be perfect for her. Will she hate it? Um she'll probably try and chew it. But I told I told my girlfriend, I'm like, we should just go all the way with it. You can dress up as a nun, I'll dress up as a priest. And she's like, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Every That's... year my wife asks me, Hey, what are you gonna be for Halloween this year? I go, Nothing. No, nothing, yeah. The Jim Halpert costumes from the office. Uh, <laughs> those are the ones. Great costumes. He just wrote book. Was it he wrote book on his face and he was Facebook? <laughs> was that one of his? Probably. It sounds right. Yeah, those are my kind yeah. of uh, costs. That's usually what I do. As an adult, that's what I do. Lazy, you know. Lazy man's Halloween. Yeah. Oh, uh, in college, uh, me and two of my friends dressed up as what we called the Bruce Brothers, which was something we totally made up, but we all had a similar plaid shirt that we put on. And our whole thing with the Bruce Brothers was that we were Englishmen trying to imitate Americans. Did you come to my Halloween party dressed like that? Uh, it was you, John, and Matt, right? Yeah, it might have been that year. Yeah, I thought you guys were trying to be like the Beastie Boys or something. Because you all came looking like a three-pack of queens <laughs> no it, it was it was just something we made up and then people would ask like oh what are you guys and we'd be like oh we're the bruce brothers <laughs> and every now and again you get that person be, who would be like uncomfortably be like oh yeah yeah the bruce yeah. brothers yep. <laughs> we just made it up it's not not real nice but did you call him out on it no never no, you definitely should have we just let him have it it was a dumb costume idea to begin with. All right. Yeah. Bringing, bringing, bringing it back. All right. Uh, crap. Lost the feedback. Here we go. Uh, so that's that's from Jake. Thanks, Jake. Uh, Miguel in Valencia, who says. So first of all, I would like to acknowledge. Eric's weekend with the art with Arsenal and the Bills winning seemed like a good weekend. I thought of Eric when I saw the score against the Patriots. I look forward to Niners versus Bills on week six. Anyways, I haven't been playing many games because of school, which I can relate to Will. Uh, but the good news, I have rose petals ready for this weekend when I finally played Journey. I'm excited hey. for that. My question uh, this week is sports related. What was your first professional sports jersey you ever purchased? Uh, assuming you guys like pro jerseys, which jersey do you desire today if money is no issue? That's all for me. Avenger out. Uh, Eric, yeah, you want to talk about uh, um, Bills and yeah, Arsenal? I'll, I guess I'll talk about the Bills first. Um, you know, obviously I'm happy they won, but I, I think you can't really take too awful much out of beating a Patriots team with third-string quarterback with a busted-up thumb on his throwing hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it looked like the Patriots didn't really know what to do with him as as a quarterback. Right. And I got in, into a little bit of an argument with somebody about this, who's also a Bills fan, and he's like, "No, no, I don't, I don't buy that." He, he just a week ago he torched the Texans, and I knew that he hadn't really done all that much, but I didn't know the numbers, so I looked it up. 
He was 11 of 19, I think, for 103 yards. Oh, that's torching. And nowadays, ran huh? for like another 45. And I go, I'd hardly call that a torching. Yeah. You know? Um. Yeah, and, and really, I mean, the Bills, they did shut them out, but they also only put 16 points up which really is not a lot. You know, they, they had some sustained drives, but they always stalled out. So I don't right. know. What what do you really take out of that win? Sure. So I'm not too excited about it. Well, if they continue to win great, I, I'm still not super confident that they will. Right. It's a, you know, it's about finding a way to win, you know, regardless yeah. of what the circumstances are. Right. I guess, but <laughs> God, I know Brady's coming back and we yeah. play him in like four weeks and we're going to get beat by 30. Yeah, Brady's he, he's going to come back pissed off too. He's playing the Browns in his first game back. It's not fair. <laughs> oh, you wouldn't want to be the Browns, would you? I wish I had, no. I wish I had Tom Brady as my fantasy quarterback <laughs> this week. So, and then Arsenal, uh, boy, they they eked one out, Dan. I know you don't watch soccer, but it was zero zero through the whole game. Two minutes of extra time added on, and they scored in the very last second. But it was a janky goal. They crossed the ball over, and nobody can really tell from the video still if it hit. So there's two guys standing there mm-hmm. for Arsenal, and if it hit the the guy that was further away from the goal and bounced into the guy closer to the goal, he would have been offsides, and it shouldn't have counted. Oh. And it also hit him in the hand. Oh. Now the rules are kind of a gray area where like if you if you aren't purposely trying to hit it with your hand it's supposed to count kind of you know there's there's some uh some gray area there like i said so it's, it's really hard to say so they couldn't tell who who kicked the ball first so the goal stood um one, one of those things where the call on the field was a good goal so do they do the reviews there's and stuff? no replay okay there's no replay uh so the goal the goal was good um obviously fans from other teams were saying oh it shouldn't have counted but you know what fuck off yeah it counted. Yep. I mean, if the refs um, called it good, it was good. You know, it's just, yeah. what can you no. do? But they're on they're on a really good streak right now. They're playing pretty well. Not that they played well, too well in that game. But that's those are those tough games because it was against a, a really, I don't want to say a shitty team, but a team that just came back into the Premier League, and they always just sit back and defend. Mm-hmm. And it's just hard to score goals in those games. So yeah. a lot of times what it takes is a shitty goal like that. Right. So that's what they got. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, ha- real happy with Arsenal right now nice yeah um has been playing games because of school uh playing journey though that's great yeah i hope you enjoy it i i my fear with journey is that it gets built up too much and people end up not liking it yeah as much as they may have sure but i hope that doesn't happen okay uh sports related what is your first professional jersey uh, you ever purchased? Oh, boy, I you know as strange as it is, I don't think it's one. The first one that, that I ever had was probably a Michael Jordan Bulls jersey. Uh-huh. First one that I purchased myself had to have been a Bills jersey. Sure, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Um, I'm trying to think of like the first ones that I bought. Forty Niners. No, like that I actually bought though. Steve Young. My first jersey that I ever owned was uh Charlotte Hornets 
Uh, Larry, Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson. Yep. Ah, uh, Grandmama. Yep. You remember that's what they used to call. Oh him? yeah, I was a Charlotte Hornets fan fan way back in the day. I was like third or fourth grade maybe. I remember uh, that jersey. Yeah, that was teal. great. What's that? It was teal. Yeah. Yep. I, that's why I like them. I think initially was because of their oh, the colors. colors. Yeah, I had uh, <laughs> I had a a Pippin, a Jordan, and a Rodman Bills Bulls jersey. Mm-hmm. And then the Corey? first the first one I ever bought was probably, I think it was uh, Binghamton Senators sweater. Okay. Um, I got the one that said Senators across the chest like this, like how oh, yeah. the Rangers ones used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, that was probably the first one I ever bought for myself. What about you, Corey? Fun fact, I have never purchased a jersey for myself. No. I do remember you having a Troy Aikman jersey, though. Well. It was not purchased uh, you didn't that purchase is my yourself. One, my one story. Yeah. Uh, one year, I don't, I don't remember. I must have been in like second grade or something. I was a Cowboys fan because they had won the Super Bowl two years back to back, and I was impressionable. Um, and I, <laughs> I told everybody all I wanted was a Troy Aikman jersey. That's all. Didn't he turn out to be like a drug addict or something like that? Troy Aikman? No. no. That was Michael Irvin. Yeah. Michael Irvin. Okay. Anyway, Troy Aikman's a good guy. Uh, I said I wanted a Troy Aikman jersey desperately like that's all i wanted great uh my aunt who is also my godmother sewed me a number 22 is he 22 number eight number eight 22 is smith Smith. Smith, Smith. yeah Yeah. okay she sewed me a number eight troy aikman jersey maybe it was emmett smith no was it i don't remember now was emmett smith into drugs he might have (laughs) been well (laughs) No, because there was a few of the Cowboys players back then that were. Yeah. And I don't remember Troy Aikman as being one of them. Okay. But Emmett uh, Smith, yes, maybe. Let's just go with Troy Aikman. No, Troy Aikman was the quarterback, yeah? yeah? Yeah. So it wasn't him. It was Emmett Smith. Oh, it was Emmett Smith. Definitely Emmett Smith. I wanted an Emmett Smith jersey so bad. And uh, my aunt, who was also my godmother, sewed me using a navy blue T-shirt and Emmett Smith, number 22, with the name and everything on the back. And I loved it. But my grandmother bought me the actual jersey. Oh. And I will never forget accidentally having that jersey on when my aunt came to visit one day. Oh, was she heartbroken? She didn't say anything. But I can still remember her face when she saw that I was wearing the purchased jersey versus what she sewed for Devastation. me. Devastation. And I still feel bad about it, honestly. That was a nice shirt, though, that she made that she made for you. It, was, it came out really good. And I, it's hope, like, my, I it, hope it's still at the Mirtha Complex, because that is, that, that'd be an awesome shirt to wear. Yeah. It's like one of the ones you would buy nowadays with the with the player on it, you know? That's, yeah. that's a popular item nowadays. Yeah. So, to, that's I'll awesome, to, man. I'll have to check with mom and see if she still has that, oh, I'm that sure. shirt because that's an awesome shirt. So I think well, the first jersey I bought is probably Jim Kelly. I think my thought then was that that one will be good forever. Uh-huh. And then pretty much everyone I've bought since then that plays for the Bills <laughs> left the team the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Kyle Williams. He's been there since he was a rookie. Nice. Bless his heart. So I haven't had to buy another one since I got his. Nice. Uh, 
what kind of jersey would you uh, get nowadays? Oh, who would I get now? Um, I I always want Arsenal jerseys. The problem isn't the money with those; it's the fit. Right. They're too fucking tight. It doesn't doesn't look good on a man of my body shape, if you will. They're for sl- um, sl- slim guys. Yeah, they're for a fitter man. Um, so I guess if I had my pick, you know what I've always wanted is a Bruce Smith jersey. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go Bruce Smith. Gotcha. Always respected. Uh, the fact that he is the all-time leading or all-time sack leader in the NFL when he played a defensive end in a 3-4 defense, which is not somebody that should be getting that many sacks, is just that blows my mind every time. Yeah. He's just a monster. Yeah, that's that's definitely impressive. And I always like a defensive player. So. Sure. Why you, Corey? Oh, if I had to get one now, I don't know. I've never been a Jersey guy, but... Jeremy Yager, you thinking? It would, yeah, it would have to be something that was like a timeless Jersey. Yeah. Leech, Messier? Um, no, probably not. Like, I'd get a current Pokemon? player, but it, it probably wouldn't be like a New York Ranger. It would probably be like, uh, I'd, I'd honestly, I would wear like a John Tavares Islanders Jersey. Or Say even what? like a Jonathan Tays Blackhawks Jersey. You wouldn't go Lundqvist? I'm not. No, no, I probably right. wouldn't. I'm not crazy about Lundqvist as the goaltender for the New York Rangers. Maybe not now, but for the uh, over no. When he takes you into know. the playoffs, there's there's just, the, the, there's just wow, been you players I've an awful lot of your team, don't you? Well, yeah, there's just been players I've been more passionate about in the past, and and Lundqvist really isn't one of them. I, I and I totally acknowledge what he's done for the Rangers, but I don't know. So who who have you been more passionate about? For the Rangers? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that there is a player I've been super <laughs> passionate about in the last 10 years. Okay. There really hasn't. Honestly, there really hasn't been. They sign all the old uh old vets. Yeah. yeah. Or trade well, for Well, that's the I mean that's what I said vets. about like like John Tavares Islanders jersey or like a John like two players who I've loved even though they play for I mean in the Islanders case, the Rangers one of the Rangers' biggest rivalries in Jonathan Taze, you know, is just, he's a Blackhawk. I'm sure there's so many Jonathan Taze Blackhawk jerseys out there. Yeah. So, right. I don't know. It's, it's tough. I've just, I've just never been a jersey guy. You no, know? you haven't. You definitely haven't. The only jersey I ever remember seeing you in wasn't even a jersey. It was a Ron Guidry player t-shirt. Hell yeah. I don't know what happened to that t-shirt. That t-shirt was awesome. That was oh, an yeah. awesome you shirt. You used to wear that thing all the time. Yeah. I also have an Anaheim Ducks uh, youth jersey, yeah. which, I, which I wear, which fits me pretty well, and a Detroit Red Wings jersey, which is nice. And both of them don't have numbers on the back. They're just blank. So. Yeah. Huh. Got them at the Salvo for like six bucks, which is a great deal. Yeah, oh, God. yeah, because those hockey sweaters are unbelievably expensive. Yeah, I have a Tyler Myers one I got off of one of those websites where they oh, buy yeah. it from China or whatever. Yeah. That thing could not have smelled any worse when I got it. Oh, <laughs> and I it took forever to wash the smell out. Really? Oh, it's terrible. Hmm. Yeah, Dan. Who would you get? I don't know. I'd probably go Corey's route, and it would probably be one of my favorite hockey players from like back in the day. If I had to guess, you know, like a like like an old Al McInnes jersey, someone like that. 
Phil Housley was one of, was one of my favorites back in the day. Brian Leach was one of them. Uh, you know, your your old school offensive defenseman type of player. Jason Allison, Ray Bork, <clears throat> that type of player. Would, would that's yeah. that's probably who I would get. Something like you said, something kind of timeless. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a smart way to go anymore. Yeah. With how often players change teams. Exactly. Like, yeah, I would have thought Shea Weber would be a Nashville Predator for his whole career, but <laughs> that, ch- like, that changed. It's just lately, like, more and more, it's just I'm more of just a fan of hockey than, you know, the team I've been supporting since I was Oh, chilling. see, now I go the other way. I pick a team, and I'm a fan of the team more than, well, not really yeah. with soccer, but with the Bills, definitely. Yeah. Okay. That was a good question. Yeah. Uh, that's it for feedback for the most part. We do have one piece of, we got actual physical feedback, um, which uh, I'm going to share uh, on request from from them. So this is uh, from listeners Ryan and Valerie in Iowa, uh, for those that don't know. And Illinois, uh, respectively. Yeah, yep. Yeah, uh, Ryan's from Iowa, Valerie's from Illinois. I think, do they live in Iowa now? I'm not I even sure. I think they live in Illinois. Oh, they live in Illinois. Okay. I think. Um, yeah, they sent us a save the date to their wedding, which is, uh, was that March 25th, 2017? Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's awesome. We're we're that is. We're already trying to figure out uh, who all's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> They're not rides. Yeah. I'm in. Will's in. It's really up to these other two hooligans if they're coming or not. Yeah, well, we'll have to see. Uh, I would very much like to. Um, but, yeah, uh, we very much appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, that's and, super and, cool. I, and congrats I, to you guys uh, on the engagement. I think we I yeah. think we said that when, when it oh, happened, yeah. but um, it's awesome. Go ahead, Eric. No, I was just going to say I, I don't know why you like us so much, but thank you. <laughs> A bunch of nerds <laughs> like us. Of all the people out there to like, you pick us. No, it it does mean a lot, though. Uh, oh, personally. God, yeah, it's you really know, nice. We've, we've been doing this thing for over five years, and uh, it's been nice to, to, to spend time with, with Ryan and Valerie, and, mm-hmm. you know, they tune in pretty regularly, and it's it's just it's just real real nice, you know, yep. to, to know that what we do uh, does not fall on deaf ears, and it, you know, it's just nice to have uh, a little bit of a community and people we care about and vice versa. So Mm -hmm. much appreciated. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, I think that's feedback, right? Yeah, that's it, Dan. That'll do her. Uh, any other thoughts next week? No, I'm, uh, God, you know, I'm having a bit of a hard time getting excited about all the releases coming up. Uh huh. Um, I think partly that's because of everything else I have going on right now. Yeah, with your in my life with work. Work. Um, but I'm really hoping that one of these games that's coming out is going to grab me by the balls. Save. It's not FIFA or Rocket League. Save. You, you know? already have the game that's going to do that, Eric. Enderall. What? what? Oh, Enderall. <laughs> Enderall. I just don't know. That we spent an hour trying to figure out how to put on your computer. I don't I think of, of the four of us, you're the one to like under all the least. Oh sure. But I love Skyrim. It's more yeah, it's not it's Skyrim. Not, it's not Skyrim. Okay. Oh is it a lot more like uh, dialogue and it's way more yeah, story it's, driven. It's way more story driven and it's much more difficult. Fuck that game. Game sucks. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, next week, maybe Gears of War. Um. Oh, I'm maybe. Only if you are you getting it or aren't you sure? I yet? don't know. Okay. I'm really not sure, Dan. Uh, so possibly Gears of War. I- I'll probably be getting it. Um, but if Eric doesn't get it, we won't do a whole episode on it. Uh, but mostly because I'm not likely to do any of the multiplayer. I just want to play the campaign and uh, maybe some horde mode. I wonder if we can do cross-platform horde mode where we can play Good together. Question. That's something I should look into. We and should I'll let tweet, you know. like, Xbox. I'm sure they would answer yeah. a question like maybe, that. Maybe I'll Google it and see if I can find if they yeah. if if they do that. Because uh, that, would, that would make the choice easier, I think. Because uh, yeah. then we could do horde mode together. I think, like, reviews are already out for it. Yep. It's getting some pretty good reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so I may get caught up in the in the hype. Yeah. As it were. But, man, I'm just afraid I'm going to get it and just not play it. Yeah. That's always a that, that's always a always a concern that we have with having needing needing to use our free time for for games, which using it wisely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that'll do it for episode 272 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Corey. Well. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement.